Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. to the Draft Pod with Drew Kissler and James Bryanton. And here's your host, Andy Liner. What's up, everybody? Today, we're going to be drafting your best SNL cast members. That's what we're doing. We're putting together a squad. And live from New York, it's the Draft Pod. <laughs> All What's right, up, guys. Hi. How's let's it going? Let's shit up. Let's just let's not waste any time. Let's just start shaking. We got a great show tonight. Drafting first, we've got Oh, James has first pick. Oh. Ho, ho. And Andy with number oh, 2. Sweet. Drew That's coming good. up 3. Drew Kissler will be here tonight. We'll be right back. <laughs> commercial break. <laughs> but it's a fake commercial. Yeah. Like nadsfordads.com. Nads for dads. Have you ever had problems peeing out of your butthole? Do you need a Father's Day gift for your dad? How about a pair of stress balls? And we're talking real legitimate balls. 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 Balls cut out of prison prisoners. <laughs> Death row inmates. Death row inmates nuts. Get them for your dad. Nads for dads. They won't be using them anymore. So you should. Okay. This I is. I don't this, know if Andy that likes that. Was bad. This is that coming was off bad. to a fucking horrible start. Yeah. Man, we are not SNL worthy. <laughs> Not right now, but we will be. And these cast members for damn sure are. I don't know. I don't know if we will be. <clears throat> I'm not believing it yet. Not with chops like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but let's uh, let's see what we can do here. So I'm picking first, then, huh? Fuck, I kind of number don't, one. I kind of don't want to pick first. I'm gonna go ahead and say I did not want number one. I didn't want that on my conscience to have to pick the number one of all time. Yeah, because this is really hard. Because fuck, this man. is tough. I didn't want number one either. I'm excited to have three though. I'm not even like prepared for this. Well, here's <laughs> what we might do. What? Start the shit over and reshake that box. No. <laughs> No, we can't reshake the box. I mean, we could maybe redo that commercial or something. All right, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I know. I, I know in my heart of hearts who's number one, who's my number one. So I'm just gonna go ahead and pick him. And that is spoiler, my boy, the guy who lives in a van down by the fucking river. Damn it, Chris fucking Farley. <sighs> Solid pick. I mean, why Why would you go anywhere else, you know? Yep. There's, uh, there, see, that's that's the hard thing for me is there was definitely arguably 
probably like three or four number ones, but that's he's definitely in it. Um, Chip, yep. Chippendale is probably one of the greatest sketches of all time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt Foley, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> the Matt Foley is so fucking killer. Everything he did was killer, though. The, yeah. yeah. Did you ever see that uh, sketch where they had the guy tell him that the tea, or the coffee was decaf? Yeah. And he, like, flips the yeah. fuck out. <laughs> it was you like a prank. son of a bitch. Uh, it was like a fucking prank show. <laughs> yeah. At the end, he's like, so how do you feel about your uh, whatever coffee? He's like, angry. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh Bennett uh when he, he was would come on weekend update, um that was fantastic when he was Maybe I'm not the norm. I don't <laughs> wear clothes that fit me. Yeah. <laughs> like He's kinda it's he's kind of uh there's actually another a current cast well, maybe not current anymore. There's a cast member that's recent that reminds me a lot of Chris Farley and the stuff that yeah. he does too. But Farley's so far superior to I know what you're talking about, but yeah. it's here's the thing with Farley and why I I kind of agree with you on the number one overall pick. I have three or four num arguable number ones, um, but Farley was that dude that literally didn't matter what sketch it was in. Um, not that you had DVR at that time frame, but like if you had DVR, you're stopping. If if you were going to the kitchen to get some a snack or something, you're making sure you're running back to the, your TV if far if you hear Farley's voice. Yeah, like, Farley puts asses in seats. Yeah, yeah, and the that's seats true. Are couches? That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I I definitely watched SNL like every Saturday during his five year run, early nineties. And uh, but you know, I also it's kind of hard. I feel like uh, we're going to be talking a lot about other choices because mm -hmm. there's a lot of like, you know, a lot of stuff, sketches with every cast member in it. So you got to, you got to talk about them, but yeah, there's a sketch that I, I have on my list for him, but he's also for somebody else. And it's, well, the one, the, the Schmitz gay. <laughs> that, yeah. That's one of them. Schmitz gay was hilarious. Well, the one where, uh, they let the boy, let the boy clean your pool. <laughs> you remember that sketch with <laughs> him and Adam Sandler? It's the it's the uh, I can't remember the name. The something boy, Hurley, like the Hurley boy. Yeah, yeah. And he's like uh, he's like you need somebody to watch your house while you're on vacation. <laughs> Let the boy watch your house. <laughs> oh my god! I always thought that was so fucking funny. Um, when he did anything childlike too, like yeah. uh, when he was the talk show host and he like had, I think it was Paul McCartney. Yeah. Hey, remember that one time you were at the Beatles? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that really was cool. awesome. <laughs> Let's not forget El Nino. <laughs> yeah. Short oh. for the Nino. <laughs> oh my god. Technically, Chris that Farley. was when he hosted, but still fucking yeah. hilarious. Dude, and I like, and then he went on to just have some of the greatest fucking movies and cameo appearances of all the fucking time. Yep. You know, uh, I just love, I love Chris Farley. I can't, it's sad to me that he's not around anymore. It's really sad. Yeah. That was a tough loss. Yeah. So way to go from 100 to zero, James. 
Yeah. But <laughs> him and the Gap Girl. Lay off me, I'm I'm starving. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's funny because the combination, they may make their way into this draft later, but the combination of uh, him, Spade, and Sandler. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, just the three of those dudes. You could tell, like, they kind of all came in around the same time period, and, like, they all just – they clicked together. They made an instant impact. Um, you know, it, it's Farley was there from 90 to 95. Um, you know, but yeah, Farley just made an instant impact with those dudes. And Farley was the lead dude of those three, in my opinion, much like the dude that I'm taking with my second pick. And because of the impact that these dudes made, and especially this one dude, I know this is going to be way higher than other people would take him. But I think if you go pound for pound, number of of sketches or shorts that are, um, you know, that are just incredible and hilarious and watchable, this dude has pound for pound is in the most. And that's Andy freaking Sandberg. Andy Samberg. That's right. You think he's in the most sketches? Well, I'm counting shorts in that. I'm yeah. saying not most, but I'm saying, like, the most hilarious ones. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about Andy Samberg is that he didn't – there was only – the one sketch that I really remember him from was uh, the antique store when all the antiques would come to life after yeah. after the <laughs> owners would leave. And I thought it was a really funny sketch, but it was actually kind of jarring to see Andy Sandberg do something live because you never, yeah, you yeah, rarely yeah. ever saw it, you know? Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a good one, too. Um, <laughs> Sailor, 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 when him and Justin okay? Timberlake played their, the, Justin Timberlake and Andy Sandberg's like grandfathers on the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, most of his most stuff of, was yeah. digital shorts, but there's over a hundred digital shorts. I know, and they're all so fucking funny, dude. That's, that's the thing. That's why, like, I know it's a weird pick for some people, cause they'd be like, well, yeah, he didn't do a lot of this shit live. But I don't care, he changed the game for Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And to me, to be in the top three picks, you have to be a game changer. Um, and there's other dudes that are, that I considered here too. But the two that I was considering, or well, there's four that I was considering for number one. I just don't want to lose Andy Sandberg. Um, yeah. I mean, Andy and Rafe, Shy Ronnie, Great Day Guy, Jizz in My Pants, Laser Cats, I Ran So Far, Like a Boss, Threw It on the Ground, and Dear Sister. There's some dating your dad, like with <laughs> Jonah Hill. Like, there's just so many. He was there from 2005 to 2012. He's yeah. that same type of dude. If he's on the screen, I'm running to my TV because, like, I, you know, their shit was – they made YouTube YouTube. Oh, yeah. I mean – With Lazy Sunday. The, yeah. Yeah, the chronic what calls of Narnia. Yeah. That's that chronic what calls of Narnia. I, yeah. I, it's, like, it's funny how that's what started it all, you know? That, yeah. I mean, and it's still a really funny fucking song. Like, if you listen to the lyrics, they're fucking. I couldn't repeat them now because I don't remember have them in my head, but I remember it being so fucking funny and still holds up. They all hold up. That's that's the thing. That's yeah. for for a digital short to hold up, and the digital short was such a 
new thing. And I was reading some stuff and basically, um, Lauren wanted them to almost have like a digital short, you know, almost every single every, week. Yeah. You know, and I remember when there would be a week where, where there wasn't a digital short, I'd be like kind of bummed out. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's oh. true. And when and, they, uh, when they left and I was worried that they weren't going to have that dynamic anymore, but you know, there's the Kyle Mooney dude stepped in. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you have to say these names. I don't, I don't know if you guys are going to pick these guys, but I'm just right. going to talk freely. I don't care. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're going to say all their names. Because you're gonna be, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's it has to come up. But yeah, uh, the funny, the one of the funnier uh, stories I read is um, there was a sketch and somebody pulled there was a short and somebody pulled out late or something. And Lauren still wanted them to force through a digital short for that week. And so uh, apparently the lowly Eiley dudes uh, basically wanted to make something as terrible as possible. Yeah. So, so what came from that is what people consider the worst SNL digital short ever, and that's Daiquiri Girl. <laughs> I don't even remember it. Um, what so happened yeah, they created, it, but it's just hilarious to me that they were like, they they weren't prepared to do one, and yeah. Warren wanted to force them to do one, so they were like, so then they set out on a mission to make something as terrible as possible. Do you remember the sketch? Uh, I don't remember it. No. So, I'll have to watch um, that, yeah. I'm going to write that yeah. down so I watch it. Daiquiri Girl. I didn't do and, it. Um, well, it was like the first one was like the lettuce or cabbage, right? Whatever it was. No, I thought uh, Lazy Sunday was the first digital short. Oh. That's what I thought. The right. cabbage one is fucking hilarious. Yeah. So it was one yeah. of the first ones. They're though. just sitting there having like a deep conversation, eating cabbage like eating it's an cabbage. apple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On a stoop. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so while we were, while I was doing this and I wanted this guy, so it was, it was going to be tough between Farley and him. Um, but while, well, and two other dudes, but while I was doing this, I was thinking to myself, there's so many digital shorts that I think we should do a mock draft of digital shorts. Oh yeah. That could work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, I was just going to ask what you guys, if you guys had a favorite digital short, but. I'm still willing to tell you. My I'm favorite, still willing to tell you guys too. My favorite is Dear Sister for sure. Yeah. I, hey. Because not only am I a huge OC fan, which that was a parody of the OC, the the whole fucking sketch is so goddamn funny. <laughs> Everybody just getting shot. <laughs> I, I uh I really enjoy Natalie Portman. I I don't know why. I just think that one's Oh hilarious. my god, that one's so fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm going to go with um, – I got to go with Mother Lover. It's got my dude Justin in it too. So Mother Lover. <laughs> I just think Mother Lover, to to have something as massive as Dick in a Box and to be able to come out and exceed Dick in a Box, Yeah, that's incredibly tough to do, and I think they did it. Yeah, I slightly disagree. I think Mother Lover is really funny, but Dick in a Box is like – it was like – played to perfection 
The, oh, it, it absolutely was. Yeah. The music, everything like that. But some of the little subtle things in Mother Lover, like yeah. him putting down the picture, and then all of a sudden she puts it back up, or, or yeah. she goes to put it down, and he puts it back up. <laughs> it is um, fun, yeah. I mean, there's, just, there's little things in there. And that um, whole dynamic with, with Justin Timberlake being kind of like the fourth Lonely Island guy, kind of. Yeah, you know, even yeah. even in I think it was Jizz in My Pants, he plays like yep. the janitor. Janitor, yeah. Yep. So, which Jizz in My Pants? I mean, do you remember like the first time you saw that? Oh my god! And you're like lock eyes from across the room, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> yeah, they're playing it serious, and then all of a sudden, I jizz in my pants. My pants. <laughs> Shit, dude! <laughs> oh man, I remember Jizz in my pants. Like seriously, there was there was at least. Um, I don't know. There was there was at least five to ten digital shorts that happened, and I remember just in my pants being one of them because I remember where I was. I was <laughs> living in St. Pete, and literally after it came on, you called me. <laughs> you called. That's me. probably true. Yeah. Did you see that shit? And we like talked about it, and it was it was just funny because um, there's like five to ten digital shorts where literally we called each other. Yeah, and, yeah. You know that so. shit's so fucking good. That's awesome. That's a solid pick, man. Yeah. Can you imagine if Chris Farley was alive during the digital short era? Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking A. I just had to re-mention my first pick. <laughs> hey, I get it. There you know and, and you're probably yeah. about to take uh one of my top four that I was considering at number one overall. Drew's about to take Anthony Michael Hall, number one. It's so hard dude. <laughs> <laughs> This is so hard because even knocking out like Vanessa Mitchell, just say it. Two solid picks like that, like it's still tough to pick a number one. Yeah, like that's how good this, like, w- what this show produces. I think most of my picks are going to be from like '90s to today because I wasn't really super familiar with it before that. But I was what just kind of doing whatever little research I thought I had to do for this. I started watching mm-hmm. stuff from the seventies, and goddamn, that shit. Some of that shit is really fucking funny. Yeah, actually, the the two I'm debating number one is actually like eighty five and before. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm gonna go wow. with this one because it's the. Uh, it was the, I think it was even the first best of. Um, I remember watching this so much when I was a little kid. Um, and it's the best, and it was the best of fucking Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Um, yep. He was, he was in I, my, I but, wanted him, yeah. But we, like, yep. oh my god, who shot, but, oh, so good. He was only, like, how many years was he even on? Four. Four years? 80 to 84. Yeah. Okay. Well, probably. Yeah, 80 to 84. Yeah. So. Fuck, man. So, yeah, I mean, he's so fucking solid. Um, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. <laughs> oh, my God. The door in my neighborhood. <laughs> Who is it? When he, <laughs> and he had the word of the day, and it would be like, bitch. Yeah. Didn't he do the James <laughs> like, Brown in a hot tub thing? In the hot tub. Oh. And then, uh, hot in the hot tub. Woo! Hot in the hot tub. <laughs> the, yeah. little, the little Richard Simmons. <laughs> little oh. Got a name, name ba- Daisy. <laughs> The bitch is fat and lazy. <laughs> He's got one of my favorite sketches of all time, White Like Me. Oh, White Like Me is, yeah. yeah. One of the funniest things, 
What you, like you'll ever see? That where he what are you doing, man? Nobody's around. Just take it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you get the paper. Yeah, but like there was a there was a book called Black Like Me where a dude did that. Um, so it was almost like this. Um, it was like kind of making fun of it, but doing it the opposite way. Yeah. So good. And then look what he went on to do too. Yeah. You know, like God damn. I mean, maybe just kind of forget about. I I kind of like rip Eddie Murphy two thousand, but but <laughs> before that, I mean, he was like a fucking champion, you know. And, oh my god! I mean, again, he might get taken later, but the fucking Stevie Wonder with Joe Piscopo as Frank Sinatra doing the yeah, Ebony yeah. and Ivory remake, yeah. Oh, dude, Velvet Jones, Gumby, yes. <laughs> dude, Gumby. I know, I that know. Gumby shit was like it's so weird and funny. Oh man, yeah. Gumby would not say damn it, and, and he saved SNL's ass. Yeah, Eddie because Murphy SNL was, so was like on. yeah downhill, like about to like die off. Eddie Murphy comes on and literally lifts up the show. So they said that's why he was in so much. Yeah, like, they were so many skits. Yeah, they they the one on the eighties one I watched uh, was like the best of the eighties. They were talking about how. In 81, when they kind of restructured everything, like, the only two people they kept were him and Joe Piscopo. Like, everybody else, they're like, you're you're done. Yeah. So, but they knew they had something with those two. Yeah. And, I mean, Lauren came back, I think, after Eddie's last year. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was Eddie's last year. I don't know what it was. Yeah, it was after his last year. So, Eddie literally carried the show. Until Lauren came back yeah. to take over. Yeah. You know? God, yeah. that's a... I was hoping I would get it on the wraparound. I'm, I'm bummed. <laughs> no. God, this is so fucking tough. That's a good pick, and though. Eddie Murphy, number one. Yeah. You're probably about to... Here's the funny thing. You're literally probably about to take the fourth dude I had in the number one slot. <laughs> I, I might be. It's oh, so hard, but... I'm going to go Will Ferrell. God damn yeah. it. I That's mean, the one. How can I not? Um, there's so Will Ferrell could easily be a number one as well. I mean, if there all, was a, all three, all four of these guys yeah. could be number one. If there was a fourth guy Look at that. Yeah, doing this with us, he would have picked Will Ferrell yeah. number one, you know? Yep. It's, um, uh, yeah. Fuck that yeah. was my top four off the board. That's the first time that's ever <laughs> At, happened. Just, just the uh, celebrity Jeopardy, so damn good. The cheerleaders, yeah. Yep. The James shed. Lipton, more cowbell. James Lipton, goddamn. Lover, the best George Bush, Harry Carey. His Harry Carey yeah. impression is oh. so good. The Roxbury guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Lorne. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? <laughs> I love when he's, I would. I love like once like Norm left the show, and then uh, Colin. Uh, Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn. He's like, "Hey, Norm," and he's like, "I'm, I'm Colin." <laughs> when he just kept calling him Norm. <laughs> uh, yeah, the fucking, they, they get off the shed or get on the bag. Like the dad, the oh yeah. So we're just just making up. So get off the shed. <laughs> that wasn't even funnier when it was just him doing it, like for his, uh, for his audition. Oh really? Did you, did you see that on? I don't know if you ever saw the best of Will Ferrell. 
I yeah, I've seen the best of those. Yeah, they have uh, special features where you can watch his audition tapes. Oh, okay. I, I don't and think so. They, he did this. They get off the shed guy on in his audition. Oh, really? And it's so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, and like, look what he fucking went on to do. God damn. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He this, got better yeah. from a histo- from arguably the best. Saturday Night Live career ever. He's he's in the top five conversation, oh, in my opinion. Definitely. And he improved on that? Yeah. That is extremely hard to do. There's only a few people that have done it. You know, Eddie Murphy, Adam Sandler, um, and uh, Will Ferrell. Like, those are the guys that kind of are the bar for, you know, what you go and do on afterwards. I guess there's more. Chevy Chase. Yeah. And, you know, all those. But, like... To improve after Saturday Night Live, like, that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. I was reading, yeah, this is kind of off topic, but I was reading a uh, list of the 145 best, or from all 145 cast members, best, worst to best, right? And it was a Rolling Stone article by this guy, Rob Sheffield. And, like, every, like, every fucking blurb that he wrote under each picture was, like, so fucking negative from like the 145th person. I only read from the 145 to like 130, but he was so fucking negative about each one of these people. And even though they're listed last, you're still, they're still on SNL and they're yeah, still, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I agree. I hated those articles. I read it yeah. too. Motherfucker, like, you go out you, there, dude. you go out there and you fucking try to do that and see yeah. where you get, like, see where you place on this fucking list. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just made me so mad and it was so fucking negative that I couldn't even read to get to the positive part of it. If there was, <laughs> no, you know, I get it. I hate the negative spins on articles where yeah. getting to SNL is a positive thing in itself. Yeah. So what I would rather see is even if it's somebody who didn't make a big impact on Saturday Night Live, somebody who didn't do much, maybe mention the best thing that they did. Right, yeah. exactly. You know, and that's what's crazy is you think about people who didn't make it, like, on Yeah, I know. Like, like, Sarah Silverman didn't make it. Yeah. Well, she yeah. was actually a, a cast member, though. But she as was. A cast for, member. For yeah, I'm season. saying the people yeah. that didn't even get that far. Oh, yeah. Like, Jim Carrey yeah. auditioned, didn't get it. Right, Zach yeah. Zach yeah. tried it. Kevin get, Hart. Get it. Kevin Hart tried it, didn't You know, I this is so funny. Jim Carrey, I just heard him on Howard Stern last week. He did a call-in. And He's back. First of yeah. all, Jim Carrey's fucking amazing. Yeah. And his interview, like just that little phone conversation they had was so fucking good. But they talked about him because Howard Stern's a huge Saturday Night Live fan. And they talked about Jim Carrey auditioning for Saturday Night Live. And I guess when he got to... The NBC building, there was a guy on the roof about to kill himself like as he was walking into the audition. So he said he was so fucked up during his audition. He just kept thinking about, is that fucking guy dead or whatever the whole time that he just fucking bumbled it. Wow. You know? Yeah. I was reading some stories of uh, these – all these different cast members and their their memories of the audition. Yeah. and it was really cool this just to kind of hear some of them. Um, you know, it's uh, – did you take your uh, – you didn't take your fourth guy yet, did you? What? Second guy? Second. Well, yeah, yeah you, you took did. Will Ferrell. You took Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah um, so it's back to you. Well, I just so, I just want to say too, like since we're kind of on that, um, Marin 
Mark Marin, who does the WTF podcast, he had a great. Um, yeah, he's always yeah. been obsessed with Lauren Michaels because like he had an audition with Lauren and he, you know, he <laughs> thought he sh- should have got it. Well, it was like yeah. a year, probably sometime in the last year. It might still be on the back archives. I don't know, but there was a <clears throat> they. He actually finally got to interview Lauren, and but right before that, he put out a great companion piece, and it was everybody on the show that's ever been on it to tell SNL stories. Like it was this companion podcast that he put out there. So if you guys can find it, it's awesome. But it's everybody telling their audition stories, their when they met Lauren stories. It's like all like it's just like really? all, wow. all together. It's really good. Yeah, dude, the back history of that, that stuff yeah. is almost more interesting at times than even the show stuff. Oh, I know. Yeah. Dude, the behind the scenes of Saturday Night Live is so it's so important, I feel like. Yeah. In comedy, if like that's where comedy is fucking sexed to life. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, I always had two dreams. To, you know, to get on ESPN and to get on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, those were the dreams. Saturday Night, Night Live has always been. Side, one was the comedy side. I know I'll never be on Saturday Night Live, but yeah. I just, it, yeah, I've always uh, had that in the back of my head. But I don't know. Yeah. I, but I want to, the reason I brought up that point about that fucking stupid fuck from Rolling Stone is that even though we're picking our teams of what we think are the most dominant SNL members. If you got on SNL and you're, you were a cast member even for a fucking episode. Yeah. Congratulations, dude. You <laughs> fucking win. Yeah. Yep. You know, I don't care. I, I don't care if you didn't get a laugh or what you fucking got to the point you got on the stage. You had that fucking band behind you. Like, come on. <laughs> you got to hug everybody at the end of the episode. <laughs> You fucking win. You win at life. Yeah, you made that last <laughs> shot. Yeah. You made that last shot yeah. before it goes off the air. You're all number one oh. in my eyes. <laughs> so, you know, and it's, it's funny we're talking about the, the stories of, um, you know, the, the auditions and the Lauren Michaels part because the next person I'm drafting had a good one where he and another cast member, like, kind of were thinking, you know, maybe one or one or two, one if not both of them. One of the two would get in, basically. Yeah, right. And he found out that he got in, and this person got in, but the other person was saying only one of two of us will probably get in, and the other person didn't know, hadn't been told he got in. And um, I'm so confused. So the person that said. didn't know that he got in was Andy Samberg and the person that knew he got in and Andy got in is my next pick and that's Bill freaking Hader. Oh Damn it, fuck, man. that's such a good one. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like this is a know my audience thing. <laughs> yeah, I Bill can't Hader. Take the number ones because you guys picked Bill Hader. And and I know Bill to to all the, to to a lot of people Bill Hader you know at this spot might be high for them too. But I think Bill Hader and Andy Samberg really picked up Saturday Night Live again. Um, you know, when people were saying it kind of like been down a little bit. Bill Hader, yeah. first off, to me, he's arguably, he's with one other guy that I was debating taking here, is the best impressionist um, that we've seen on Saturday Night Live. Uh, um, 
He has one of the best characters in Stefan ever. Yeah, I think that's his thing is more characters. I think like I know he is he is a good impressionist, but he's so good at like creating a character. Yeah, Herb Welch. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, giving it like life and like realism. Like, oh god, he is so good. The Stefan thing, and I, 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 uh, I don't know where I heard it, but the Stefan thing, they were talking about how the writers would. You know, they change the scripts. I forget where I heard this, but they change the scripts like constantly up until like the last like five minutes before the fucking show airs. Yeah. And I guess, uh, like the, they would, the writers would try to fuck with Bill Hader and just write like the fucking craziest, funniest <laughs> thing that they could think of. And they'd add it in like 10 seconds before airtime so that it would be on the cue card. So he'd have to read it, but then he'd like, he starts laughing. So he created that cover your mouth thing. Yeah, it was like yeah. completely different from what they did in the first <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think I, I'm, I'm somebody, I know people feel, feel different ways about this. Some people hate it when characters break. I fucking love it. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know why. Like, it's one of my favorite things is when they're doing SNL and literally these, cause they're not trying to break characters. That's what people aren't realizing. Like, they're literally laughing at whatever the person's doing. Like, yeah. Will Farrell tried to, Will Farrell made a point of this, which going back to your pick, um, that he would go into sketches and his whole point in the sketch was to make the other cast members laugh. Yeah. <laughs> like that was his whole point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's... Bill Hader just like, you can see the joy and love for what he was doing. And when he broke character, he's, he's in my, you know, my top two breaking character um, castmates on the entire show. I just thought it was hilarious. Um, like you said, all of his characters, Vinny Venaducci, uh, Vincent Price, uh, Clint Eastwood. Oh my God, dude. Uh, the puppet class where he was like the, the veteran, the world war veteran, <laughs> the kissing family, uh, laser cats, just, one of the boys in Scared Straight with uh, Sandberg, Hader, and Moynihan. That's some of my favorite breaking character moments is those guys just yeah. losing their yeah. shit to other people that we will draft later on, <laughs> um, you know, coming in there and doing it. Like, it's just, I don't know. I think Bill Hader, he was there from 2005 to 2013. I don't think there's any doubt he's one of the greatest cast members of all time. Dude, that, that fucking agree. episode... First off, just the episode, I it was like five years ago, I don't know. But it had, it was Jim Carrey as the host. It was probably one of my favorite episodes of all time. But it was like the first time oh, they man. did the uh, the uh, animatronic guys in yeah. the, uh, the yeah. broke down tunnel. Holy shit, that was hilarious. It was him, uh, well, Jim Carrey, Bill Hader, and uh, Taron Killam. Yeah. So damn funny. It's- God, Bill Bill Hader is kind of like in in many ways the new age Jim Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> when it came to like sketch comedy. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't got that breakout yet, that breakout role. I think in He was really good in Trainwreck though. Yeah, I think he's going to be huge though. I think he just he needs that one, he needs his Ace Ventura, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he needs that that one movie where he can just shine and be like the star. Yeah. But yeah, going back to like SNL, dude, that Vincent Price's Halloween specials, yeah, those were so damn funny. <laughs> and maybe easy, that's the breakout easy. movie that needs to happen. Uh huh. 
Maybe that's the breakout movie that needs to happen. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You know? I, yeah, I think he'd be a really good, really fun leading man. You know? I agree. I, the, the thing that maybe he doesn't have going hit for him is Andy Samberg has his team of people with Yorma and Akiva. So he's got his team, Lonely Island, and they they find great spots for Andy to go. Yeah. Um I think maybe it's a little bit tougher for, for Hader. Um, and he, he needs to make it happen over the next couple of years, I think, because, you know, you, you wonder if, if somebody has too much gap between SNL and then, you know, doing something in Hollywood, um, if they'll still be able to kind of take that and rise up, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think also he probably, I, you know, I'm sure he wants to be a leading guy, but also he's like, he gets to do all these fucking great movies with awesome people. Like that's true. I mean, he was in yeah. super bad. He was in pineapple express. He was in fucking train wreck. Like you get to work with all these funny damn people. You got to work with LeBron fucking James. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm jealous of him just for that. But plus, um, you know, plus he's a writer too. Like he's yeah. just all around like awesome. He does a lot of animated shit too. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. That's really good. Really good pick. So now it's back to me. And I choose Gilbert Gottfried. No, I'm just joking. That was a joke. Oh, oh, not oh boy. I was a, yeah. We talked all the, 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 the don't be negative stuff, but I was about to rip you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, mm. This is tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna go early again, and I you know I think a lot of people, especially like our people, our parents' age, uh, think about this guy as one of the funniest people of all time. Damn it! I think and this is my debate for number one. And I I like to have him number two after Chris Farley because he was Chris Farley's hero. Oh, and both mind. of them, both of them died the same age, yeah, the same way, and that's John yeah. Belushi. It's a hell of a pick. Whew, I'm just wiping my brow. Although you do have another pick. You want a Jim Shit. Jim Belushi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, John Belushi. I mean, uh, he had that samurai delicatessen character. <laughs> And that shit, I don't, I don't yeah. know. If you go back and watch that again now, that shit is so fuck. It's still yeah. so fucking funny. And I, while I was doing uh, research for this, I came across a sketch, uh, and it was it had a uh, Chevy Chase and Gilda Radner sitting on a couch, and uh, it got on the radio or on the TV. A uh, swarm of killer bees was coming up from South America, and the killer bees were like the band. No, it was, oh. uh, it was the host who, some guy, and then, uh, John Belushi and other cast members, and they all were dressed in these bee costumes, but they were all these Mexican guys, and it was super fucking racist, <laughs> like, couldn't get away with it today, but, uh, this shit was so funny, like, the bees, the bees would go inside the house, and they're, they're yelling at Chevy Chase, I killed your wife if you don't give us your pollen. <laughs> and Chevy Chase is, Chevy Chase is like, we don't have pollen. <laughs> but the sketch, like, the sketch is really not going anywhere at that yeah. point because you're like, this is, yeah. this isn't funny. 
But the sketch actually, the whole point of the sketch was for them to do a camera gag where the camera, like the sketch takes this weird turn where all of a sudden the head B is having like this, this speech to try to rally his troops. Yeah. And the camera is on John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd, I think was with him too. And they're like motioning to the cameraman like this, like the guy's over there. He's the speech is over there like that. And then (laughs) the next thing you know, the whole thing turns into the camera just like starts aiming at the ground and Chevy Chase gets down there and he's like, Lauren, get out of here. What the hell's going on? What's happening? And Lauren's like, <laughs> Lauren comes out and he's like, I don't know. Let me find out. And then next thing you know, John Belushi's on the mic talking about how Lauren hired this guy that was down on his luck and he was an alcoholic and he's been the cameraman for years. But Lauren is such a, such a straight shooter that he'll fire this guy if he has to. And next thing you know, you're going to find out Lauren Michaels fired his father. <laughs> and it was such a fucking funny – like, the way they did it was so fucking funny. Uh, but I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, so, and Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers, Freaking yeah. Freaking Blues Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. That's – I mean, yeah, Belushi was incredible. Like you said, he was the – he was the, the guy that – you know, he was the um, – Eddie Murphy to Chris Rock for Chris Farley. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I, uh... Yeah, we've got six monsters off the board. (laughs) Like, there's not... Sometimes I'm like, eh, that's not a... That's, that's, you know, cool pick, but whatever. But this is not the case. Yeah. This is six complete beasts. Six beasts, dude. Imagine if you had, imagine if you could do like a, like, you know how they do like those dream music groups? Yeah. You know, super groups or whatever. Imagine if you could have a super cast, a super SNL cast. Man, we should, um. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what we're doing here. Well, I know. We are doing that. Imagine but... if you could actually like get it together, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we could put Farley with Sandberg and, and freaking Will Ferrell and like shit, the Belushi with, with Murphy and Hater, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well. Belushi with Belushi. <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go slightly, slightly newer cast member. This is uh late nineties, early, early thousands, I would assume. I can if I can find him on my list. Yeah, that was ex- exactly right. Late nineties, early thousands. So uh, this guy is one of the funniest stand-up comedians now, today. And every time you see him make a cameo in a movie, you know that that shit's gonna be fucking killer. So this guy. I actually saw him live in New York City, Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Damn. I think that uh, Tracy Morgan is, <laughs> he's just so fucking funny. When he, when he does that, uh, the, the gay dude, uh, the, <laughs> the gay dude with the nature show. You know, Brian Fellow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Brian Fellow. I'm Brian Fellow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, his 
his uh, sketches as the other black guy. The other black guy. I'm Tracy Morgan. Oh, man. The other black guy. <laughs> Rappers can't comb their hair. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, the, fucking, the homeless guy with Britney Spears. Bring, bring, that's my cell phone. It's like a log or whatever. Oh, man. Oh. Dude, astronaut Jones. <laughs> oh my god yeah tracy morgan is fucking killer when he did the mike tyson he always did the mike tyson impression mm. oh. so fucking funny oh god he's another sprint to the tv um cast member for yeah me. he was one of those guys that you just like when you saw him in a sketch you're like hey, fuck yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh my god dude when he played big bernard and shaq spanks him <laughs> like Shaq put him over his knee and like, yeah, yeah. It, like that was hilarious. <laughs> like, and he was the guy I was talking about with uh, Sandberg and Hater and Moynihan in the Scared Straight. Yeah, yeah. Get, oh my God, dude, th- you're you're the <laughs> legend. Andy's speechless. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. All right. Well, I win. Dude, Farley, Belushi, and Morgan is a hell of a trio. Um, yeah. You know, I got my I got my work cut out for me. So, um, you know, I'm going to. Oh shit! Uh, you know where I'm going to go? Um, this other dude is. It's it's there's a duo that kind of gets put together a lot, and. Um, I'm going to take the one that um, he didn't have as big of a movie career after SNL. Um, he still he still did really well. Don't get me wrong. But for my money, like he had he had some of the greatest characters ever. And he just had so many like he just hit everything like he did. And and that dude is the dude that I think is the best impressionist that we've ever seen on Saturday Night Live. Um, and I'm talking about Dana freaking Carvey. Son Dana of Carvey. A bitch. That's a, that was yeah. the next one. That's a fucking good one. Yeah, I mean, he not only nailed his George Bush, he did it. My favorite political one of all time is freaking Ross Perot. Yeah. <laughs> oh my it's god, Ross dude. He's so funny. Oh. Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> yeah. Church lady. Like, you got fucking yeah. Garth. Yep. Uh, Hans and Franz. Hans and Franz. Dude, and you know what? He He's one of my... It's it's not... It was never a reoccurring character, but it's probably one of my favorite characters of all time. It was Massive Head Wound Harry. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it, you got to check it out. It's fucking hilarious. I have seen it, but I don't remember uh, it. I have like, to watch it again. You know, <laughs> I, I remember it being funny. Yeah, like... Gets invited to this party. He's like, hey, what's going on? It's a great party. Oh, man, I got to sit down for a little bit. I lost a lot of blood. And everybody's like, like he walks up to Chris Farley, and Chris Farley's not really looking. He's like, hey, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point, he, like, lays down on the couch. And they're like, he's getting blood all over their couch and stuff. And then their dog comes up and just starts, like, eating their head. Like, I don't know if it's, like, a piece of chicken breast or something they got on there. Yeah. But he's like, oh, he really likes me. <laughs> Man, Dana Carvey was, like, he was a glue guy, you know? Yeah. He was he was a guy that 
you put in any sketch and you're elevating that sketch. He he made people around him better. Yeah. Um because there's some people that stick out as like you know, the show, right? Yeah. Chris Farley, Will Farrell. Like there there's guys like that that are like when they get into a sketch it's like you know, they're going to elevate themselves. Yeah. And you better elevate your game around them because they're not they're not picking you up. <laughs> you you like they're going to go so far and above that you better you better have your A game right so you can catch up. Yeah. Dana Carvey's the type of dude that he's going to accentuate your strong points and lift you up. Right. You know. Yeah, Dana Carvey is fucking amazing, dude. And you know he has a uh, a stand up special on Netflix. I think it was it either came out late last year or early this year. But yeah, it's pretty it's pretty new and it's actually really good. Okay. So if our I'll listeners check that one if out. our listeners would like to check that out. Yeah, so 1986 to 1993. Um I needed to I needed to get back in the Wayback Machine since I took two 2005 to 2012, 13 guys. Um, so I need, I needed to, to get an old school head there. Yeah. Um, and I had a feeling Drew was going to go after it. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to add like the, this might get brought up with somebody else later, but the, um, <clears throat> it was the Italian restaurant. Oh, me bella with, uh, Christy <laughs> Alley and fucking just right. Yeah. Front. Oh, you wanted a pepper, but that was somebody else. <laughs> oh, it was such a good sketch. Is it back to me? Yeah, it's back, back to, you. to you. Oh shit! Well, I'm gonna stick. I'm with gonna you. say this a lot, but holy shit, these squads right now, man. Yeah. I know. I know. This is like I want every single person on these <laughs> lists so far. Yeah. Every single one of them. Here's one that's. From that same area, which to me, growing up, like, that was my sweet spot. Because I was, you know, I was watching it all the time at this time. So, um, that, like, 90 to 95-ish, that that class was so damn good. Uh, I'm going to Mike Myers. Yep. Mike Myers. Fucking Incredible pick. Uh, let's see. Wayne Campbell, obviously. Or, uh, Coffee Talk. Yeah. Coffee Talk. Simon. You guys remember Simon? Is that the little kid yeah, on yeah, the travel yeah. gym? No, that was, uh, Philip, the hyperactive Phillip kid. Philip, yeah. yeah. No, the one who can have chocolate. It'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Simon was the one in the bathtub that the yeah. chalk drawings. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. <laughs> Dieter? Oh, yeah, Dieter. Yeah. Happy as a little girl. <laughs> God, he was incredible. Yeah, Mike, Mike, I mean, and then you got, like, just the fact that Wayne's World came from Saturday Night Live. And those, yeah. those are, I think, uh, those are probably my two favorite Saturday Night Live films of all time. I agree. Uh, I don't know. The Wayne's World, both of those movies I've watched seven billion times. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, well, I think Wayne's World is definitely the best, like, to come out of a sketch. Yeah. 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 Completely agree. Yeah, he's so, and that's why I was like, I was looking at both of those guys, um, and they're both arguable. Like they're they're it's like one A one B. What do you want? Right. You know. Yeah, yeah that's actually 
that's how I felt like you took him, but like you kind of made it easier for me because now I can just like I don't have to decide between the two. So I'm kind of glad you took Dana Carvey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Man. Shit. He's another dude that elevated his career after. And, and look, listeners, we get it. There's some beasts are out there that had massive Hollywood careers. But part of my problem with some of these lists that are out there on Saturday Night Live I didn't feel they were very personalized. I want to see like personalized lists of what people think. I thought they were very much like who did what after the show in many cases. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, you can't like. Who got the most success off of the springboard right, of this? Right. Yeah. Like I, I was surprised to see some of the names that we saw so high up when maybe they had one or two seasons at SNL. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, man. Drew, you got another one for us? I do, but I have too many for you. Um, well, I'm going to go with the one I thought you were going with, James. Um, this is a original class member. Um, a quote from Eric Idle of Monty Python was that this guy was such a good writer and a performer that he could have oh. he could have easily been the next or like a Python member. Um and I'm going Dan Aykroyd. Yep. Dan Aykroyd was so good. Dan God Aykroyd damn. Was so damn good. Um Yeah. Believe me I was gonna pick him next. I thought that's where you were going. He, he was with, one I was debating there yeah, too. When you so. said Belushi and I was like oh fuck and Aykroyd was so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the Manway Toys. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, what else do I have here? Yeah, the French Chef, the Julia Child thing where he cuts his finger. Yeah. Coneheads, obviously. Fucking Coneheads. Oh. Oh, that was one of my favorite SNL movies growing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what is it? The male prostitute you a lawyer? guy. Doug Cable, male prostitute. Whatever his <laughs> <Yeah>. name was. <laughs> Oh. Who's the lawyer dude he played? The what? It was like a lawyer or something in court. I don't remember. I don't remember that. Oh, man. Yeah, he's beast. See, I don't know the... Uh, I wish I knew more about the early stuff. Yeah. But I just... In, in doing the research I did, I came across a sketch with... It had Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray... And John Belushi, and they were all working at this diner. Oh, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. <laughs> yes, yeah. it was yes. all cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Everything's yeah. cheeseburger. That one, okay. I did. I didn't really know how to like put that down because it was like everybody was in there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. The cheeseburger, cheeseburger is like one of the most famous sketches of all time. <laughs> oh, that shit makes me laugh. So cheeseburger, cheeseburger, no coke. Fucking so hard. No, we got Pepsi, no coke. <laughs> <laughs> there was a restaurant that opened up cheeseburger, cheeseburger uh, a while ago. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. There's. Yeah. There was one here local. Yeah, yeah, on State Road Seven. I didn't even realize that was that was from that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the reference till now. <laughs> but that's fucking awesome. Yeah, God, that, that's such a beast of a pick, and another Blues Brothers. So yeah, yeah, obviously a Blues Brothers, and then like you know, just his 
she 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 might be on the list, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it because it was more of his thing. But him and Jane Curtin's count or point counterpoint, the Jane you yeah. ignorant slut, like <laughs> so damn funny. Um, one of the things I want was uh, ask President Carter where he was just kind of like this. He knew everything. Like it was really funny. Like he talks the guy down off of like a. Uh, he's like, yeah, I just dropped some acid. And he's like, no, 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 wait a minute. What kind of pills did you take? <laughs> he's like, it was, I don't know. It was like orange. He's like, no, was that a barrel or a cylinder? He's a barrel. He's like, all right, what you took with some orange sunshine? What you need to do is just, he's like, don't go outside. Just remember you're a man in this human or you're a human being on this earth. Just calm down. Listen to some music. Do you have any almond brothers? <laughs> <It's so funny. laughs> uh, God, what a, Oh, oh boy. Um, well, those were two guys I was debating taking next, um, and they're both gone. So, you know, here's where I'm going to go. I'm going to, much like you do when you take a quarterback and you've taken, you know, Aaron Rodgers and you took the first quarterback off the board, I'm going to do that same thing right now. And this is hilarious because I have now – three people from the 2005 to 2012 class. And I'm taking, in my opinion, there's, look, there's three chicks to me that are like up at the highest. But the one that I have to go with is the one that I think was, had the most impact of a female ever in sketches. And I'm talking about Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. God damn it. That was going to be my fucking next pick. Yeah, solid I mean, she's she's so incredible. Um, Penelope, like, Penelope is, like, one of my favorite characters ever. Like, yeah, so uh, I had 475, so I did it. You know, I had three better. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just. I, I like all of her, uh, like, weird, like, Gilly. 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 Oh, my God. Or, uh. The one right. they when she's on the show with her sisters on the uh, the what's it called show? Oh, Lawrence Welk. Lawrence Welk. That's my favorite show. one. Is yeah. uh, God, what yeah. is her name? Yeah, the one with the tiny hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the little baby yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck. Uh, yeah. Kathy Lee Gifford. Her Kathy Lee Gifford's incredible. Kristen um, or Susie Orman. Yeah, her and Hoda or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, Target the target lady. lady. Yeah. Yeah. It's a match. <laughs> like, um, and then we'll get it. There's a lot of people that are in this, but uh, Karina from the Californians. Yeah. The Californians yeah. is one of my favorite the sketches. Californians. You go oh, down the, what you want to do is take the freeway to the. Yeah. <laughs> take the four foot. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> like, and then. Um, Again, one of the greatest sketches ever. God, I'm saying this a lot. Um, two a-holes. Which is that one? Her and Sudeikis. Where they're like chewing gum, smacking gum, and they're like the two assholes. I don't remember. They're a married that. couple. Oh my God, you guys have got to go back and. <laughs> I'll have to go back. Dude, You'll I remember, like, I think, when you see I it. I think I'm going to go back and just start watching SNL right from the very beginning. I'll watch I mean, every fucking episode. So good. But yeah, Kristen Wiig, to me, um, another game changer. She's becoming an even bigger star from SNL. Again, tough thing to do. 
And she's just, she's like the go-to, you know, funny lady that you want to have in your movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And she's pretty hot. <laughs> she's actually really hot. She's very attractive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I agree. I agree. That's a solid fucking pick. And I think that that's going to that's gonna bring me to my next pick. And I'm going to pick myself a lady as well. And it's probably... It's probably not even a lady that you guys would expect me to pick. And it's probably not even a lady that's that's on the height of your guys' lists. But for some reason, Sherry O'Terry always used to fucking kill me. And I'm putting her on my fucking list. I love it. Sherry O'Terry was so fucking funny. And everything she did even after, like, she was really, real cameo appearances. Like, she never really kind of, like, took off on anything. But she was so fucking funny. In all, like, uh, she was like in, uh, fucking Night at the Roxbury movie. Yeah. Her cameo in that is so fucking funny. Uh, doing fucking cheerleaders with Will Ferrell. She's yeah. always so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Sherry Terry. Well, and, I wish um, I could remember more, but I just know that I love her. Yeah, I'm completely blanking on her. <laughs> all I can think of is the, the Spartan Pride sketches. Yeah, yeah. I almost flipped a Rachel Dratch on accident, and I was like, "Oh, nope, nope, that wasn't serious." <laughs> Rachel Dratch is fucking funny as fuck, too. Rachel Dratch might be responsible for one, like probably one of the top ten sketches of all time, and um, but I probably won't pick her. Yeah, I don't know. Rachel Dratch on she, like she, her, can, she can make the list on her Tina Fey appearances on the like. Oh. Kimmy Schmidt and 30 Rock. She played like 10 different characters on 30 oh, yeah. Rock. So fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah, Sherry O'Terry just had this like lovable thing to her, you know? Yeah. Like you just, you liked her. You she just couldn't help. Yeah. Yeah. Her smile. That's, that's what I really remember is yeah. her like. She's kind like of attractive. She's kind of attractive yeah. too, in my opinion. For sure. Yeah. I like that pick. But I'll tell you what, that, that comedy sense is sexy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, I got another one, don't yeah, I? Yeah, you do. You do? Oh, fuck. This is hard. This is hard, guys. <sighs> Let's see here. Well, none of my first ten are off the board. Really? Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to go with my uh, favorite Weekend Update correspondent of all time. And we've already mentioned his name, but Norm MacDonald. Yeah. Here we go. Get man. Fantastic. And not also want to mention Norm MacDonald has a fucking special on Netflix right now that is fucking the one of the funniest fucking comedy specials I've ever seen. Dude, every single one. Like, yeah. he, he put out a Comedy Central one a few years ago. It was really good. His album, his comedy album, is one of the funniest <laughs> fucking things of all time. Yeah. Um, if you haven't heard it, there, <clears throat> there's so many good ones. I kind of, you know, we talked about it on the, I think it was the Comedians one, or I started to, yeah. and I was like, well, I'm not going to mention it. Yeah. 
But he had an uh, the the one song where it was like the first two gay guys of all time, and it was him and Will Ferrell. Hey, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> or no, it was the other way. He's like, hey, what's that? He's like, what? Oh, that's my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Well, could we fuck that? <laughs> but if, if I recommend everybody buy that out, it's it's seriously like one of the best uh, comedy like sketch albums of all time. I I think it's as good as those Sandler ones were, like the first couple. Like I think it's better yeah. than those three, like the the first one. As far as SNL goes, I think that Norm Macdonald got the worst shaft in SNL history. I completely where, agree. Where. Lauren Michaels must have just been on acid or something <laughs> and thought that Norm just wasn't funny. But every time he was on screen and when they replaced him with Colin, I was like, Terrible. what the fuck are you like? What seriously? What drug are you on? Lauren Michaels? Because no offense to Colin Quinn, who's really fucking funny. Norm McDonald, the way he delivered the fucking news was it's the same way he delivers his stand up. It's it's so dry but fucking yeah. outrageous and hilarious. And the way he'd always you guessed it, Frank Stallone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's but, he's got a style that's uncopyable. Yeah, yeah. it's so amazing like, and it, it's so crazy to me how cuz then then he did he got fired from SNL for not being funny. Then he did the Norm show. The same year that he did the first season of the Norm Show, they brought him back to host, which was a year after he got fired. Yeah. So, yeah, and his, mono- his monologue was like, "I got fired for not being funny. <laughs> now I'm the host, or whatever." You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, apparently, I'm funny again. <laughs> I was unfunny. Now I'm funny again. <laughs> Turd Ferguson, yeah. Oh, oh god. my god, Bert, you know, his, Bert Reynolds. His like, Burt Reynolds is so good. <laughs> god damn it's a bit, it! It's a big hat. <laughs> it's funny, right? <laughs> uh, fucking a, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't understand. The, I wish I could get like the full story on that. You know. Well, yeah. I think he also I think, he he's. I believe he said the f word on TV, and that's when they that was like the quote unquote final straw for Nor or for Lauren. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he 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 definitely for whatever reason Lauren had it out for him. Norm forever has rubbed people the wrong way um behind the scenes yeah which i know is part of it but um norm mcdonald without a doubt when when they were talking about who they were going to replace letterman with and you know colbert's great don't get me wrong but norm mcdonald a hundred percent more than any snl character or cast member ever mm-hmm. norm mcdonald has been the best suited for hosting a late night show more than anyone. <laughs> it's, it's a shame that we haven't gotten it yet because yeah. like he would, he would absolutely murder it. Yeah. I don't, <clears throat> another thing I recommend of norms even, you know, is he had a, uh, <clears throat> it was basically like a two season run of his own podcast. It's called mm-hmm. Norm McDonald live, I believe. And each one was like 10 episodes and, it is it is the best it's one of the best you know, like podcasts I've ever listened to and it's only like 20 episodes like and he uh if he if for nothing else just YouTube Norm Macdonald show jokes and it's like cuz there was a section that they always like in the middle of it where they were just like all right now it's time for jokes and they tell like 
it was some of them were just awful jokes, like just like bad ones, but they just had that norm feel to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, and dude, it is one of the funniest things. Like he he interviews like uh, Billy Bob Thornton, Larry King, Adam Sandler, like all these guys. They're really good though. Yeah, that's cool. I, he yeah, also uh, such a monster on Twitter. He was doing this thing for a while where when a golf tournament was on, he would he would commentate. On Twitter, yeah. and it was—I <laughs> don't know if he was doing it for real or if yeah. he was doing it as a joke. But in my mind, I flipped it as a joke, mm-hmm. and I thought it was like the funniest fucking like trolling, like because he would write like uh, I don't know a golf Tiger Woods is one foot from the pin. <laughs> like that's all he would write, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like nobody fucking cares. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably was doing it in his norm. Yeah. It's so you know. fucking funny to me. Dude, and he has to have one of the like if not the best, one of the best Comedy Central roast sets of all time on the box. I was set. about to say that. I was just yeah. about to say. Yeah. yeah. That shit is so funny. But oh, man. he yes. did all on this. SNL still very funny also yeah. no a weekend update no nobody's done it better yeah. i mean uh yeah. Nate, tina fey amy poehler combo was like killer they did a fucking amazing job too mm-hmm. but uh for whatever reason seth myers was amazing too i give him in a, in a completely different I'd way him, yeah yeah his yeah. jokes were just so fucking solid yeah but yeah. Norm Norm's delivery and his material to me is bar none. He hasn't been beaten yet. Which his is face his uh, what do you call it? Um, his like dialect or whatever. Like, yeah, like, you know all that stuff. Um, Norm was just yeah. He's he's the goat of of weekend hosts. Yeah, um, or weekend update hosts. And uh, I'm gonna take a guy that. Um, I think was also a killer weekend update host, a guy that in my opinion is criminally underrated as an SNL cast member. I know he's been very divisive on is he good or not, but guess what? He was in so many damn sketches. And like I mentioned, um, I love when characters break and this guy is number one in terms of breaking character. He was, uh, on SNL from 98 to 04, I'm taking Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Yeah. Um, dude, the hot tub scene with Will Ferrell. Like, yeah. he couldn't keep his shit together. And come to find out, it's because, uh, Will, this is, this is again, Will Ferrell being Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Will Ferrell was reaching under the water <laughs> and touching his leg. Yeah. While he was in character. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Jimmy Fallon just could not keep his shit together. Yeah. So he would say, like, Jimmy Fallon was, like, already, he was, like, he was going into the sketch ready to laugh. He was try- He was literally trying to hold it together. <laughs> and Will Ferrell was making a point of it to try to make him yeah. just, like, break character in every single sketch possible. Yeah. Well, even, um, even then, for too, whatever reason. Will Ferrell's, I remember Will, Fer- Will Ferrell's beard came off like halfway through too, so that like, because of the hot tub like made like the glue come undone, so yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. even that was like killing him too. <laughs> yeah, it, for whatever reason, like, 
Jimmy Fallon was that guy to me. And, and I know we've mentioned it before of him kind of being kind of, you know, fanboy, which I'm very much the same. Um, but whenever he was in a sketch and he would break out laughing, I don't care what the sketch was. I would, I would start losing my shit too. Yeah. I just start smiling, laughing and like, I don't know. I thought, I thought it elevated, um, this, sketches um i again i know some people are like they did not like it at all but i thought it was one of the funniest things in snl history is just is is fallon just breaking character so often yeah do you ever see the uh the soak soak the cork sketch cork soakers oh yeah 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 I'm trying to remember uh, which one that one is. Jimmy Fallon and Horatio Sands, and I think Janet Jackson was the host. Yeah. And they had, uh, she was like going on some tour of a winery, and she gets in there, and it's the two guys, and they're like, uh, well, I need you to, uh, suck at a cork. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and, and Jerry Fallon was just fucking, he was doing his fucking crack up the whole time, but that's one of the, fu- that's a funny fucking sketch yeah, if you ever is. get a chance oh, to cork soakers. Oh, uh, then, uh, he was a, um, uh, clothes salesman at Jeffrey's. Yeah. Uh, that was fucking hilarious when Horatio came in with like the Looney Tunes jacket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, and then he's, he's been a beast in some of it, uh, his own sketches, even character wise, as far as like, um, you know, Nick Burns, the computer guy, the company computer guy. Yeah. yeah. That's the one I have written down that. I mean, oh. to this day, like, move is still, like, something I use all the time. <laughs> Barry Gibb. <laughs> oh, oh, his Barry Gibb. Um, yeah, he's just, and, and again, he's just, he's that lovable dude that you can't help, like, just, to me, you can't help getting behind him. If you don't like Jimmy Fallon, to me, I question you as a person. Yeah. You're, like, <laughs> yeah, if you say, I don't care if you just don't, like, watch Jimmy Fallon or you don't pay attention to him, that's fine. But if you actually don't like him, it's kind of, that's kind of a weird thing to say because what's, what's there not to like? What? I mean, you can be indifferent. Go ahead and be indifferent, but don't like what? (laughs) That's a weird thing to me. That's a weird thing to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like he could be not your type of person, which is fine. But if you're like, sure. if you have like anger in your heart for <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon, Bell. <laughs> yeah. If you're that guy, then fuck you. Right. <laughs> yeah. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. Because I'm not like a huge Jimmy Fallon fan, but I, right. But I, you know, I, th- I know that he's talented and I like him. You know? He's, yeah. His, his show is not going to give you, like, for instance, his show is not going to give you, the Dave Letterman humor that you probably like, you know, maybe that you want or something like that. Um, he's not going to do all that, but what he is going to do, it's just a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to elevate the person that's coming in, um, doing it. The per, you know, every guest, this is my thing more so than any late night talk show host ever. There's things that other people do way better than he does. But what he does better than almost anybody, every single person that comes on, like that's a celebrity, has fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he gets, yeah, he gets a really nice, uh, uh, assortment of celebrity guests because of that. 
because they know yeah. they're going to go there and they're not going to be like shat on or asked to do something they don't want to do. They're going to actually have a good time, fun time, you know? Yeah. He gets shat on sometimes because he doesn't take stances that are, that are firm, that are going to be like, that will turn yeah. people off. Like, like for instance, people rip him because like you have the coal bears, um, the camels, the, even if you go back the, um, you know, the lettermans and stuff like that, that will take strong opinions on a subject and they don't care if it like, and it's funny material, yeah, but like they don't Donald care Trump. if it pisses you off. Fallon's not going to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not interested in getting into politics. I actually just heard Fallon as well on uh, Howard Stern show, and he did a he his interview was really fucking good. Did you know that his? Can we? Uh, all, Bab- Babcock, I know you're listening. I need you to do something, and I'm sure we're all guilty of it. I know I say like about a thousand times, but we need to make a drinking game where, uh, and one of them is. Every time James mentions Howard Stern, take a drink. <laughs> every time Andy says Justin Timberlake, every time I bring up a Beatle, take a drink. <laughs> uh, Oddly enough, a Beatle was mentioned, but it wasn't by me. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I did mention Justin though. Yeah, you did. I already. just want to. I just want to cite my sources and how yeah. I listen to a lot of Howard Stern. Yeah, but and it just so happens that Howard Stern covers a lot of the stuff that we cover. So, yeah. but in his interview with Howard Stern, he talked about the fact that his mother was a nun and she left the nunnery and got married. Huh. And when he was a kid, he, his mom used, to, he was like a huge Saturday Night Live fan. Like he could not miss an episode. And right. on Saturday nights, his mom and dad would go out and get him a six pack of beer. He was like a 13 year old kid. And he would drink a six pack of beer. He'd have one of his buddies over and just on Saturday <laughs> night, they'd watch Saturday Night Live. Dude, and, that's amazing. That's drunk. A, that sounds like the best Saturday night ever. And the idea was the, the parents were like, well, if he's going to drink, I don't want him drinking outside of the house. I want to be able to know where he is and know he's safe, you know? Yeah. And plus, I mean, they created Jimmy Fallon, you know? The, yeah. <laughs> He was God, too- he would be such a fun party. Yeah. You know? He was like, a fun guy to party with. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's cool. He was, he was actually, uh, you know, sometimes you hear people get interviewed and you're like, what the fuck kind of person is that? But Jimmy Fallon, like, Jimmy Fallon was an awesome interview. I really liked He's him. legit what he is as a person. Yeah, I really yeah. liked him. And there's, you know, he talks about stuff like, cause that alcohol comment came up because I guess, uh, some magazine published that he was an alcoholic. Right. Just because they took a picture of him like drinking or something at some party or whatever. Crazy. And, uh, he does, he, he admits that he does drink, you know. Yeah. But he's not a fucking alcoholic. He just drinks to have fun or whatever. Sure. So I don't know. Whatever. But yeah. Jimmy Fallon. Good pick. Thank you. James Fallon. James Fallon. That's a good name too. Is it, uh, me or you? It's, I think it's, it's, it's you, Drew. Ooh. No, wait, it's me. No, no you went Sherry O'Terry, no, McDonald. Right, it's true. I went Fallon. It's true. Yep. All right. So I feel like this is injustice that this guy's still out there. But Which, it's by also the way, like, real quick, my top 10 off the board. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, cr- it's crazy he's still out there, but it's also crazy like that there's that many people that, 
I'm not even arguing like the fact that he's not. Um, and I'm gonna go with the man who probably had the most tragic end of his fucking life. Fuck his wife in the fucking no, face. That's not. Yeah. Yeah. Phil Hartman. Um, Incredible. Yeah. Phil, I mean, not the situation, obviously. Yeah. Phil Hartman was one of the funniest things. You know, another one that, like, he knew his part. He knew he was, like, there with heavy hitters like, you know, fucking Farley. And, like, you know, he wasn't he wasn't there to chew up the scenery. He was there to, like, elevate and everything else. And he yeah. was so damn funny. And if you hear people just talk about, like, you know, even back when, like, the Groundlings was, like, just started, like, they were, like, you know, he's in these sketch classes and everybody was, like, that guy's going to be fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, people were in awe of him. Yeah. yeah. Um, the things that, like, the uh, um, caveman lawyer. <laughs> so damn funny. Dude. Uh, yeah, that's so hard. Right was there. so fucking good. Yeah, he just, like, those, just those strange, strange fucking things he had. Um, there was a one that he, one sketch I really remember from him where Jerry Seinfeld was hosting and he was, he played Superman. And Phil Hartman was a radio host <laughs> that was interviewing Superman. That sketch is yeah. so fucking funny. And he used to do a uh, Charlton Heston things. And the best ch- Charlton Heston was when they were reading Madonna's book for audio book or like the audio book. <laughs> and he's reading Madonna's book. I like my vagina. <laughs> Sometimes I just look in the mirror and stare at it, wonder what it would look out without it look like without any hair. <laughs> so fucking funny. Um, Frankenstein, everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the anal retentive chef. Yeah, that's another yeah. good one. Is uh, Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton. Yeah, the Bill Clinton at McDonald's is one of the best sketches of all time. Yeah. He comes uh, in with the Arkansas Razorback sweater yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, God. And, uh, you know, you touch on with Dana Carvey, but as the Admiral, whatever, as his running mate in, his, in the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, another one with Dana Carvey, uh, Ed McMahon, when he would do the Ed McMahon to his Carson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <God>. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what a good pick Dana Carvey was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Phil Hartman's just the way that all the SNL cast members talk about mm-hmm. him is just you. You know, it, it's one of those things where you know you want to be a good character and or a good cast member, have great characters, and you know become a big star and everything like that. But I think more than anything, kind of like you know a locker room and stuff like that. You want the guys and girls in the locker room to like adore you. Yeah. And clearly that's how everyone felt about Phil Hartman. Yeah. yeah. And dude, news radio was such a funny damn show. And he was, you know, he was basically the, I would say second lead behind Dave Foley in that. And God, it was so damn good. Uh, countless movies too. I mean, this guy was a star and what's crazy is, you know, I remember, like in high school, because I, I was like a big Leno fan. <laughs> yeah. In high school, and I remember. Really? Yeah. I was That's too funny. because of the guests that he brought. Yeah, on. like I'd always, I'd always, uh, you know, I'd always watch until about midnight. It would be like after that first guest, but I was always a Letterman guy, always. Yeah. 
And uh, I was a Letterman guy, but I flipped to Leno for the yeah. guests. See, I was, yeah, I was always like, guests, I was always like, Letterman Leno had better jokes. But I, it's one of those things like you hear all these things about like Letterman and stuff. Like, man, I wish I was like a bigger fan. I but, was a huge yeah. fucking Letterman fan. But yeah, like I remember he died at what, like Christmas, right? Yeah. I remember it was like the Valentine's Day before or something like that. He was on there and he was, I forget what he was plugging, but he was talking about, no, no, no. He died in May. Farley died at Christmas. Uh, yeah. Cause I, I, I remember it was like the last, I remember it was like the last day of school because I remember <laughs> my math teacher, he was, he was an awesome dude, but this day he was really sick, so he was on like all these fucking cough medicines. Yeah. And we were, and it was one of those days where like nobody's there, and it, we, we were just sitting in the uh, library, we had like the, a couch in there, and he's, dude, he was crack, he was like a drunk dude, like in there. And I remember like we had this one English teacher, and she was like this big fat girl, or fat lady, and the, the librarian's like, oh, I hear the, the pitter patter of Miss Bench's feet, and he just turns to me and goes, pitter patter, yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I remember us talking about that Phil Hartman death, but I remember like just months before that, he was on Leno, and he, he read this card, and he was talking about how he was, him and his, you know, how, him, how romantic or something he is, you know, and he's like, yeah, I, I bought this card to my wife. He's like, I just thought it was more romantic when it was in Spanish. Yeah. And it was like, you know, it was like one of these things where it's like, it could have been an English card, but he bought the Spanish one because it just sounded more romantic. Kind yeah. of right. Yeah. And it was like, wow, what a beautiful thing. And then you hear like three months later, like yeah. everything that happened. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? It was May 28th. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but to end on a positive note on Phil Hartman, the Matt Foley sketch is obviously one of the greatest sketches ever. The Matt Foley sketch isn't what it is without Phil fucking Hartman. Yeah. Cause yeah. he held, he, he like held the room together. Yeah. Otherwise chaos was going to break loose. Oh, I know. David Spade was already, he, David Spade oh. was sitting on the couch just fucking dying. Oh yeah. Him and Cr- like Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate yeah. was in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you could see them like look over like at Phil Hartman like <laughs> like almost to get like yeah. reassurance like okay okay yeah. you know so he, he does. held that shit together you know, otherwise is that Bill Shakespeare over there <laughs> you want to hear something funny not funny it's actually kind of fucking fucked up but when that whole Phil Hartman situation happened when his wife and it's sad that this is like the biggest thing that we remember him for now is that his wife fucking killed him but uh. During the whole situation with, like, the news vans outside of his house and, like, his wife was holding him hostage or whatever whatever was going yeah. on, uh, fucking Steve Gutenberg showed up because he saw it. I think that I heard this on Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan talks a lot about Phil Hartman because, you know, they were on yeah. news radio together and yeah uh joe rogan like had mad deep respect for phil mm. hartman fuck everybody oh, that, everyone that ever him. met him loved him mm. yep so um he's talking about how steve gutenberg fucking showed up to the news vans and acted as though he was a good friend of phil hartman and was giving like commentary on the situation and like just saying all this weird shit and joe wow. rogan Joe Rogan's like, he's like, I'm not 100% sure about this, but I'm 99% sure that Steve Gutenberg never met 
Phil Hartman a day in his fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> and then wow. he's, yeah, and then he said he was, uh, I, I guess, uh, Steve Gutenberg was using that as a, like a platform to get back into the fucking limelight of some sort. What a like, weird thing. Isn't that fucking weird? Yeah, it is. That's super weird. But, I don't know. Yeah, but Phil Hartman played, like, he was probably the best, like, straight-laced character yeah. in a way, like, as far as playing a dad or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's what I'm going to remember or choose to remember about Phil Hartman is just, again, him being a glue guy, making everyone else around him better. Yeah. Um, yeah. And really letting people have their moments to shine. Um, but Phil Hartman being like, you have to have that kind of like straight laced dude. Oh yeah. He was a killer straight man. Things to work out. And if you've never like for the sketch to work. And Phil Hartman was that dude better than anyone else that's ever done it in SNL. You know? Yeah. Um So yeah, yeah. your second pick is up. Fucking A. Uh my second pick. Um this is part of I maybe want to take him this high, but the honking. Oh, <laughs> thanks, so. Drew. Hand gestures. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, for my next pick, um, <laughs> I maybe want to take him this high, but it's kind of knowing the room, and I have to have this guy because, for one, I need someone from this era, and since Bill Hader's gone. Um, I gotta get this guy before he's gone. Uh, and I'm going Will fucking Forte. Will oh, Forte. wow. Um, <clears throat> love him. One of my, dude, some of my favorite things have been done by him. He's always, you know, he's always in the Californian sketch. He's always in like all those ones that we, we talk about the kissing family. Uh, yeah. what I have written down is, uh, obviously McGruber. McGruber, <laughs> and then also probably one of my favorite sketches by him, and this is what I I kind of talked about earlier with pedophilia and the guy who went as a pedophile for Halloween and he was just going around yeah. door to door. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> You're like, wait, so are you or aren't you? <laughs> oh fuck! I think Forte. What happened with him is. He should have been even bigger than he was, but I think he ran into such a beast of a squad that he was around. Yeah. That, like, he didn't get as much stuff as he would have, say, you know, uh, seven years prior, you know? Yeah, Because yeah. he's so fucking funny. He's so funny. Will Forte is just, God, he's amazing. And his show, what's the show called? Last Man on Earth. Last, Last Man, Man on, on Earth. Earth. Oh, God. I swear to God, that's like... That's probably that's one of the funniest shows on TV. If I had like a top five funniest shows airing right now, yep, I that would be in in the list. And and we should we should do some sort of yeah something like that, you know. But maybe we'll, we'll figure just, out a way to work that in. We should just each do our own like uh, on the on the blog, you know. Yeah, the top five shows watching right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Like the like the music thing, but for TV shows, yeah. right? Yeah, we're all gonna have the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fucking a. So who's is it? My turn. 
Who's oh, back to Andy. Oh, no, it's my turn. Will Forte. Um, all right. Well, shit. This is, uh, you know, you guys are, it's, it's funny. Um, go back to this. I'm going to take another dude. This is ridiculous. I'm going to take another, I'm have way too many 2005 to 2013 people. <laughs> um, but I'm going to take another dude who's one of the funniest damn dudes and he should have been a bigger part too. He was, but he again, like Phil Hartman going back to that plays a lot of times this, he'll play a straight laced dude when he's totally not necessarily that guy, but he does it so well. He's the man with the best dance moves in Saturday Night Live history. I'm t- taking Jason Sudeikis. Goddamn. Fucking A. I was going to get in. That's actually the only sketch. Like, that's the only, like, one of the things that, like, I, the first thought of him was the fucking dancing guy from, uh, whatever that show. What's, What's up, up with that? that? What's yeah. up with that? <laughs> oh, God. When he would we- just jump in the scene. So oh. good. Yeah, that, well, his ESPN anchor was, like, all-time great. Oh, yeah, that was another one. Okay, well, him and Will Forte, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. with Will Forte, yeah. And that's that's kind of what, like, jogged the memory. <laughs> Brought to you by, uh, you know, Summer's Eve. Yeah. And then, like, had some funny, like, line about a douche or whatever. Um, the Devil on Weekend Update. Oh, my <laughs> God, Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Sudeikis is so good. Like his his oh. voice and his, I don't know, just him alone. I, I don't. He's like like a. He's got that same thing that Jimmy Fallon has, where you just like him. You know? Yeah. Like if you don't, then go fuck yourself. You know. Yeah. I just have a. I have an affinity for positive, positive dudes that are very likable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, dude, and and again. I, you know, I know I've mentioned it um, with Kristen Wiig, but I'm telling you right now, go back and watch two a-hole skits. Um, it's some of the funniest shit that you'll see where they're just smacking gum and they're in like like a psychiatrist office or whatever. And it's just it's 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 incredible. Sudeikis is amazing. Oh, his Joe Biden. His Joe Biden. <laughs> <Yeah. was fantastic. laughs> it was really so good. Yeah. Fucking a. Man, I was actually going to pick him next, and now it's kind of fucked me up here. I can't believe I have four people from 2005 to 2012-13. Because literally, dude, listen to this Lorne Michaels, you fucking beast in 2005. Literally, 2005 um, was the first year for Sandberg, was the first year for Kristen Wiig, was the first year for Bill Hader, was the first year for Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. That was a hell of a draft class for Lauren himself. <laughs> oh, shit, man. He nailed that. Yeah. yeah. Good job, Lauren. <laughs> I took all four of the 2000. I guess that makes up for that Norm McDonald blunder. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I got, I got my next pick if, uh, if we're done talking about Jason. Yeah. Well, last thing you mentioned about Jason Sudeikis married to Olivia Wilde. Goddamn. Power couple, baby. Fucking that is a. wild. Fucking A. That is fucking wild. All right. There's a so. lot of these guys that, I mean, you just said Kojo's dating ScarJo. And then, uh. Kojo? That wasn't on the podcast, though. Colin Jost. Oh, Kojo. <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. That was before I was off mic. But yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. uh, 
what's his name dating the, the, the or married to the lady from uh, How I Met Your Mother? Uh, what is her name from the Avengers? Uh, oh, you're talking about um, Colby Smothers? Yeah, Smothers? Uh, Taron Killam. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even know, know that. that. Yep. Damn, Taron. Man, Taron's killing him. <laughs> oh yeah. Which he was really. <laughs> he was really funny as a. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Is anybody going to pick him? I don't know. Possibly. He, he could okay. possibly. Be. Well, I'll he's, wait then. He's really good. Yeah. I mean, he's fucking. Yeah, actually, he's incredible. He's one of the best cast members. Yep. Um, is he a present cast member? Yeah. Okay. Is he? He's I thought got, he was he, off. Is he off now? I thought so. Mm. Well, that's a bummer. They they have some work to do then. Because I know they just lost Vanessa Bayer, too. Yeah, Taryn's gone. 2016 was his last year. Dude, Taryn and Vanessa Bayer. Lauren better have a 2005 draft class worked <laughs> up because, you know, no offense to the current class, respect to all of them. They're just very green. There's no, there's no big stars at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kate McKinnon, but... Kate McKinnon is so fucking good. Oh, she's, yeah, she's God fantastic. Her fucking Bieber. <laughs> uh, anyways, I, I'll, yeah. So, so for my next pick, uh, I have affinity for the chubby, uh, really like the guys who move around a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and pick my boy Bobby Moynihan. Oh, right now. Drunk Love uncle. him. Drunk uncle is. One, it's, I fucking love it. I love it as much as Stefan. Like, yeah. it's, uh, Bobby Moynihan, anyway, like any sketch that he's in, he fight, he heightens it. He's one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, huge fan. Some salt, some pepper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I know I'm blanking so much on that. That's yeah. why I wanted to try to do research. Yeah. Chris Christie. His Chris Christie's Chris Christie's yeah. really good. Holy shit, yeah. Chris Christie's incredible. And I don't know if he's still current or not, or I don't know if this was his last year, but I have written down 2008 to 2017. Yeah, he's done. So he's had a long-ass run. Nine years, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his, he's going to have a good career, too. Yeah, he'll be he'll be a good um, – he's not, he's not going to be probably a star career, but he's like a good friend – in the movie career, you know, like yeah. he's, he's a guy that's going to be, you know, the second, third guy or something like that. You know, the, the leading guys, like if best Bill Hader friend, yeah. was in a movie and he's got the love interest, yeah. his best friend is Bobby Moynihan. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, and he might transition to, to more than that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think Moynihan is, he's one of the funniest. He had one of the funniest senses of timing of any cast member. Yeah. And just, yeah, just his facial expressions and drunk. I mean, drunk uncle alone, if that was the only character that he ever did it, that he would have still been in the top of the list. You know what I mean? He's amazing. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. Like nobody should be able to pull that off. <laughs> Cause it's so goddamn funny. Oh um, man. It's so racist. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like he did more than Drunk Uncle on Weekend Update. Didn't he play? Yeah, another? he's done the little kid. Yeah, he did the little kid character. Oh, my God. The little kid character killed me, man. Yeah. And then uh, there was something else they did, too. 
Oh, where he's like the hip hop guy and he would come in for Michael Che? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he would like. He did a lot of this. Oh, he was like his old roommate or whatever? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think think, uh, somebody can't do? God, what was his name? (laughs) Um, But then he would like read the the news perfectly. Yeah. Um, Oh, uh, like. The other one, the other big one we're thinking of is, uh, the secondhand news guy. So I heard, so, from, yes, heard yes, from a guy I know. Guy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was such a good one too. Uh, God. Yeah. You hear about it, this? You hear about this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. All right. So I'm, and God, I'm really having a kind of a fucking heart attack right now. Uh, my ailments are progressing on this podcast. <laughs> um, fuck, man. I don't really know where to go at this point. Hmm. You know, after this season, Keenan is going to be the longest, uh, longest running member of SNL cast in history. Yeah, I feel bad for him in the sense of like, he may he may make somebody else listen. He's not making my list, but God, he's so, he's just so consistent. You know, yeah. I like him. I like him a lot. I mean, he's got some good characters. The what's up with that guy and the fucking we've already talked about two of his sketches. What's up with that and uh, the uh, scared straight guy? Yeah, Riblet you know? is is yeah. the name I was yeah. thinking of for Bobby Moynihan's character. Oh yeah, Riblet. Oh. Yeah. So, shit. Fucking A, motherfucker. I don't know what to do here. All right, here we go. We kind of got into this current, like, flow. Yeah. Well. Fourth day, Sudeikis, Moynihan, like, current. I'm actually actually surprised this guy's still out there, so I'm going to go ahead and take him before somebody else does. Yeah. And I'm about to pick... Lawrence Welk himself, one of the funniest motherfuckers ah. to ever land on SNL stage, and that is Fred Armisen. Yeah. Fred Armisen is – this dude is a fucking comedic genius. He is. Ferrisito is one of my favorite characters. <laughs> oh, Dios mio. <laughs> dude. I ran so far. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He was so amazing as Mahmoud or whatever. <laughs> then uh him and uh him and Kristen Wig, I was gonna mention earlier, but I don't want to uh they did the piano Garth thing. and Cat. Yeah. yeah. Yes. She was so fucking funny. Fucking Fred Art <laughs> and it was dude, when uh when him and Kristen Wig uh I think they left at the same time, if I'm not mistaken, but I just remember that episode was like all their best of characters. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end, like I, I was almost in fucking tears, you know, knowing that that was, that was the end for both of them. Yeah. I think there was like three that left at the same time. Oh no. Did I guess leave at the same time. Kristen too? left the year prior, but she hosted Armisen's last episode. Oh, okay. That's oh, okay. And Harmison uh, left on in 2013. Kristen Wiig left in 2012. So that's yeah. She hosted that episode, that, he, that his final episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty fucking amazing. Man, 
Yeah, he's a, he's just a beast. He's a beast in Portlandia. Oh my god, I know. Like he kept the sketches going, you know. <laughs> Fucking yeah. put, a, put a goddamn bird on it, you know. And even documentary <laughs> now with him and yes. Bill Hader. Oh my god, have you ever seen that, Andy? No, what is it? Documentary now. It's uh, uh-uh. Bill Hader and Fred Armisen, and they do these fake documentaries. Oh man, and they're, yeah, no, they're, they're I, I, all I in like different styles too. Yeah, like, you know, there's like the old like. You know, like the 80s kind of like David Attenborough nature style. And then there's ones that look like Vice. Yeah. Like that kind of documentary. Oh, nice. Yeah, like they do them in all different types of And they of do style. like the murder ones and the, yeah. the ones that are just like of weird families and stuff that's – it's so fucking funny though. You you can tell Armisen's mind is just better than 99% of people in the world. Like as far as like the, the shit that he comes up with. Yeah, like, yeah. Like – He's he's just got a mind for comedy writing. Oh, and you know, he fucking stole the fucking show in Euro Trip. Oh my god, Scoozy, Scoozy, Yeah. God, he he does such a great foreign character. Yeah, like his foreign characters are like and one of the greatest thing ever. Anytime to me, you're a killer if you either do update. Or you do a president. He even did a hell of an Obama. And his Obama was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he got in blackface a little bit, but that seems kind of weird. I guess I, I don't know. He did do blackface. Now SNL got a little heat for that. Well, it wasn't blackface blackface. It wasn't like, like... Yeah, I get what you you're saying. Like, they, the they white just, around the eyes and the lips and everything. Well, well I know, but I'm saying <laughs> blackface doesn't just mean that nowadays. It's if you dress as a black man and you're a white yeah, man. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't Robert Downey Jr. blackface. <laughs> right, but. yeah, that's true. But I don't know. Uh, I, I thought he did a great job, though. But, and I'm not saying that I agreed with the with the heat, but they, they did get heat oh, for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, there was a lot of uh, people saying that they wanted a black man for, you know, Doing the Obama, that's why they switched it over to Jay Farrow, who was incredible. Oh yeah, but, he was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. The next uh, this this is crazy that there is still three monsters I have like on my list. Um, so I'm going to take one of those monsters. I'm going to take. The dude that killed it in so many sketches with Chris Farley, the dude that had one of the greatest comedy movie careers ever after SNL, and I'm talking about Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, ninety-one to ninety-five. Um, you know, he he, um, he was a lot of like he he had a lot of parts that were that were supporting parts, yeah. um, but like. Uh, Canteen Boy was incredible. <laughs> oh, man. Which That's, that was my other pedophilia joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. God, it was so crazy. Uh, Opera Man. Um, weirdly, I, I don't know why this was so funny to me, but the Denise Show stuff was just like, I love the Denise Show stuff. I know I would talk to people and be like, that was fucking stupid sketch last night or Saturday <laughs> night, huh? You know? I'm like, what are you talking about? That was amazing. Like, uh, yeah. I don't even remember what that is. Yeah. Uh, he would just, he had his own show. He would sit on the couch 
Welcome to the Denise show. She just broke up with me. And then oh, Denise like, pussy. show. Uh, yeah. I thought you were saying Denisio. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shannon Doherty or whatever. Yeah. 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 Like it was, uh, it was fantastic. Um, dude, his songs, Lunch Lady Land. You know, it's uh, funny. Yeah, I, now that, now that you mentioned that Denise show, it's, it, that was like making fun of like bad TV. But yeah. now that's like what TV is. That's <laughs> like you, yeah. or, or like YouTube, everything on YouTube is Denise left me and it's a show. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly yeah. the exact same thing. That's the it was world, ahead of his time. Yeah. The world caught up to Adam Sandler. <laughs> and yeah. y- you know, you talk about, uh, um, <clears throat> You talk about people like breaking and as much as I do love people breaking, I think what's even better is when they're right at the cusp of it <laughs> and they, uh, yeah. you know, and I can talk about it now that we're, we've got both of them off the board, but the sketch with him and Chris Farley as the two old people and oh, he's, uh, <laughs> he's trying to be the straight man. Beef ravioli, holy cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like. God take my life or whatever he says. <laughs> it was it was funny him trying to hold it together in Lunch Lady Land. Yeah, Chris Farley is Dancing like just doing it. the most ridiculous dance moves yeah. as the Lunch Lady, and he's just like he's singing, so the camera's on him, and you can see he's like just the 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 outside uh, view because he's looking straight, yeah. but just the outside views of his. His eyes and him seeing Farley like jump around yeah. in the lunch lady outfit. And he's like, you know, while he's singing, you can see his like face just like start to go up and smile and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that shit's hilarious. Sandler's a beast, man. Fucking A. All right. Back to you, Drew. Back to me already? Holy shit. I haven't, hey, I haven't seen one bad pick yet. I know. There hasn't been. Well, I'll tell you what. Until now. Go ahead, Drew. (laughs) (laughs) You know, here's the thing is up until the last like couple days, I would have said, yeah, it's a bad, you know, like this is my female. And this was a person that I never really, I never really cared for until I really started watching just this week. Um, she's always got a lot of praise and I was just never a big fan, but I think because what I was always like, I just always pictured her as the Roseanne, Rosanna Dana. Oh, and I was just like, I, I never really like thought that one was funny, but watching some of the other sketches is this, this girl was fucking hilarious. I'm going Gilda Radner. Yeah. Um, Oh, Gilda was hilarious. Yeah, um, yeah, like really getting into it, like the the ones <clears throat> he might go later. Um, but the Todd and Lisa sketches as the nerds or whatever with her, him and Bill Murray were so fucking good. And then uh, like especially the one with like Dan Aykroyd is like the plumber where he comes in, he's got the ass crack hanging out, and he's fixing the or not the he's a refrigerator repair man. Yeah. And he like he goes to like he needs them to sign a piece of paper and he's got like the pen like stuck down in his butt crack and he pulls it out and has them sign it. Um but man, it was so damn good. Um 
God, where's she at on here? What else do I need? Tell yeah, well, and you know, even Rosanna, Nana Dan, or Rosanna Dan, or whatever, like that, it was pretty good. She did another, like, weekend update. It was like Emily something. Yeah. And it was always kind of her and uh, Jane Curtin kind of going back and forth. It was pretty fun, but. Jane Curtin was really funny, too. Yeah. I like yeah. Her too. Yeah. So there's my, there's my pick. Got your lady off the board. Yeah. She, uh, <clears throat> watching the thing, like watching one thing, they said that that was like, I guess Belushi was kind of like in that, how a lot of people are where like women aren't funny kind of thing. Like he was really yeah. like, he really didn't think like any of the women were funny, but I guess he fucking loved Gilda Radner. He thought she was like the funniest person to ever walked the earth. John Belushi did? Yeah. Yeah. Um, God. that is that is good on SNL. I'll give credit to SNL over so many other places. Mm-hmm. Um, they've given a a platform to to women to be, you know, to to have sketches, do things, and stuff like that. And I would say right now, um, the women are funnier than the men on the show. Current SNL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I somewhat agree with that. Yeah, and you know, like, it's crazy, like, that's from the beginning, you know? Like, yeah. her and Back Lorraine in like Newman and Jane Curtin, like, that's, like, from the beginning. This wasn't, like, something that just came about, like, they've always had pretty prominent women on there. Yeah, yeah they were way ahead of the women's movement. Yep. Good job, SNL, except for that Norm MacDonald thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys for that. Yeah. Oh, God. I wasn't prepared for two. Um, it's usually how the third spot works. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I was thinking it—I was thinking it was James until this. Um. All right, I'm gonna have to go with another guy that, like I said, when if you if you do update, you're kind of made. Um, he was kind of like the. I know him and Dana Carvey were good buddies and they did a lot of sketches together and especially Hans and Franz. Kevin yeah. Nealon. Kevin Nealon. Yeah. He was good too. He was yeah. he was good as as update. Uh his Mr. Sublim- Subliminal. Yeah. Oh yeah. so good. He he even does that in his stand up, you know, like yeah. that same type of deal. He's pretty underrated. He's actually really underrated. I'm I'm somewhat surprised he made the list, but I'm actually happy he did. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Kevin Nealon's amazing. Yeah. He's another dude that could play that straight lace dude uh really well. Um but Hans and Franz again, like Hans and Franz was incredible. Whoa. Thunderstorms. Jeez. Oh wow. Yeah, there was actually even God's mad at that Norm McDonald thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, God. <laughs> There's a there was a thing with I heard him on a podcast talking about one time, I don't remember which one, um, let's just say it was Howard Stern. Um, <laughs> drink. <laughs> but he was, he was talking about how like there was, there was several things to be like a Hans and Franz movie and it just never got off the ground. Man, that would have been incredible. Yeah, it was supposed yeah. to be like one of the, one of the first ones to, that would be great. Like, kick off the SNL movie thing. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, so I am going to 
these chicks shouldn't be on the board still. They are. I'm going to take one of them. Um, you know, it's a toss up of who to take, to be completely honest. Um, but, uh, because, you know what? I'm going to take Tina Fey. I'll take Tina Fey. Um, her Sarah Palin is ridiculous. You, mother, um, you motherfucker. You know, here's the thing. You took Tina Fey in the the mom's draft, and I took Amy Poehler. Um, yeah. So I wanted to switch it up, and that's why I did this. Um, but her Sarah Palin is all time. It's, yeah. it's maybe the greatest political. Um, the thing is, the reason why it's so great is because for a long period of time, when I saw Sarah Palin, I thought it was Tina Fey. <laughs> Well, you know that uh, that quote, uh, I can see China from my house? Yes. You know, that's not a te- that's People think that that's a Sarah Palin Sarah Palin quote, cut, right. But that's not. That's a Tina Fey as Sarah Palin yeah. dialogue. Correct. Yeah. So, like, she almost, like, single-handedly destroyed John McCain's, you know, <laughs> bid for presidency. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Is you remember, like nobody's ever going to remember more um, Alec Baldwin Trump comments more than Trump comments right. leading up to the election. Yeah, as good as Alec Baldwin was. Here's the thing: I don't remember shit Sarah Palin said. Everything <laughs> I remember as Sarah Palin came from Tina. Fey. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's insane that that she had that much of an effect. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. And, and weekend update with with her and Amy Poehler. Um, that's that's probably that's my second favorite um, weekend update crew behind Norm. Yeah, so I, I agree too. Yeah, that's that's saying a lot because there's a lot of really good ones. Um, well, I like when Seth and Tina did it too. Yeah, I liked when Seth and Tina did it. I loved when Jimmy did it. Um, and even right now, like. I know they kind of get hated on a little bit, but I think Colin's incredible. Like, as a matter of fact, going to see him on vacation in Denver, um, just bought his tickets last night. Um, So I'm excited to see it, but maybe Scarlett, maybe Scarlett will make an appearance. Oh man. God. I should have bought the VIP tickets. Be sure sure and give her a draft pod card. Yeah. Tell her to listen to the Mills episode. Yeah. Yeah, I won't blow that like you did, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, uh, this is totally off topic, but I just got an update on my iPad from IMDb and it says new trailer for Sharknado 5 global swarming. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, uh, is Tara Reed in this or is she dying? She is in it. Already? She's in it. Okay. Yeah. It says she's in it and Dan Fogler and I don't know somebody else. Probably Dan Bilzerian. Ian, Ian Ziering. I think Ian Ziering's in it in them too. Of course, of course yeah. he has to be in it. Oh, that shit's funny. But anyways, so Tina Fey then. Yeah, that's a beast of a pick this late. That is a beast of a pick this late. Now I got to figure out who I'm going to pick because that was going to be my next pick. We've done that a lot to each yeah, other. You're really, pissed, you're really pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, fucking well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do this. 
I'm a huge fan of Horatio Sands, so I'm going to pick him now anyway. We already talked about Cork Soakers, which he's in that. Uh, he's, he's almost one of the funniest side characters in every of the greatest yeah. sketches that you can think of. He's in the Cowbell sketch. He's in the Cork Soakers sketch. He's, it, I don't know, I, I can't really think of any others at this moment, but. I yeah. promise you, you go, that Jeffrey sketch I mentioned. Yeah, you go back and you watch. Like, I guarantee, like, he's in five out of the ten sketches that we've talked yeah. about as some of the greatest sketches that are in his era. But yeah, he's Horatio Sands is fucking hilarious, and uh, one of the digital shorts that I really love is the doppelganger one, mm-hmm. where it's Horatio Sands as like a homeless guy. And he's standing next to Andy Samberg and Yorma and Akiva are, or Yorma and somebody are there and they're like, I don't know who to shoot. And he's like, why do you have to shoot any of us? And, but they're, <laughs> cle- they're clearly two different people. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next thing you know, the end of the sketch is Horatio Sands is eating, uh, eating, uh, Andy Samberg's sandwich. And they're, then they're looking at each other like, I think we shot the wrong guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Horatio Sands, he's he's kind of responsible for, but I'd say Will Ferrell number one for making Jimmy Fallon crack. Horatio, oh he made him Horatio crack. might be number one for making Jimmy crack. Yeah. Like he made Jimmy crack so yeah, much. Jimmy cracked so much corn, and I don't even care. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Horatio Sands and Jimmy were actually in a lot of sketches together. The Cork yeah, Soakers one is them together. And there was another, there was another, uh, sketch that was similar to Cork Soakers that him and Jimmy were in that I can't think of it right now, but I know it had something to do with, it wasn't Sweaty Balls, cause I know that's the Alec Bald one. Yeah. And, uh, Anna Gasteyer thing, but. Or Molly Shannon. Yeah. Molly Shannon. But yeah. Damn. That's another. It's another okay. big one, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, uh, yeah, Horatio Sands. And also, if you've never seen the movie Boat Trip, I know that that sounds horrible. It's Horatio. That's the gay movie, right? The gay yeah. cruise ship? Yeah, it's Horatio Sands and Cuba Gooding Jr. and they go on a gay cruise not knowing it's a gay cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, dude, that movie is like sleeper fucking funny as fuck. Hmm. It's one of the, it's one of my favorite movies from, you know, early 2000s. So fucking funny. But anyways, Horatio Sands. Love it. And then, um, God. Yeah, you're bringing up the, the big guy hilarious train with Farley, Belushi, Moynihan, Sands. Yeah, I know. I know. I like that. I love it. Well, fucking fuck. Fucking fuck your fucks. Alright. And I'm gonna go with, uh, this is the first guy that I'm gonna pick that's actually still a cast member. So a present cast member. And I think this guy does such weird and funny stuff. Oh. That I'm gonna go ahead and pick him. It's Kyle Mooney. Yeah. This Kyle Mooney, I was uh I was reading an article about him and 
he's got he's got a huge collection of VHS tapes, and <laughs> which is the thing is so weird. Like, <laughs> he still watches today, and like they still have like stickers from old video stores, and yeah. he's he's really into that. He's really into like vintage clothes and stuff like that. But that the article was really it was a GQ article, and it was all about his style and stuff. <laughs> but they had some kind of funny stuff about him. But uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the the sketch that he did because he's the guy that's kind of taken over for the digital shorts. Him and Beck Bennett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're kind of they're. I guess they were a team together anyway, doing shorts and stuff on YouTube, just same way Lonely Island did. And uh, Lauren hired them together. So uh, Beck, who Beck Bennett is also, I feel like he's super fucking funny. Oh, he's well. hilarious. Yeah, but um. Kyle Mooney did this thing where it was a Justin Bieber. People were outside waiting to see Justin Bieber show up for a concert or something. Yeah. And he goes around as this, like, I don't even know what he was, like, maybe like a Eastern European guy or something. But he's like, uh, hey, uh, tell me uh, what you think about uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> He's like this real awkward guy. He would always yeah. go, Justin Bieber or whatever. Yeah. And then the people would start to answer and then he would do this thing where he'd be like, uh, the microphone cut out. Could you say that one more time? And then they'd make him say it again and they'd be like, oh, there's still a problem. Could you say it just one more time? <laughs> and then he'd just keep <laughs> making them say their shit over and over and over again. It's such a funny little sketch. If If you get a chance, definitely check it out. His stuff with Leslie Jones is incredible, too. Yeah, it's so funny. Oh, my God. Dude, that, like, like, Leslie being completely into Colin. Yeah. And then, like, Kyle just getting so pissed, <laughs> so pissed about it. <laughs> I know. He also... Oh, my God. He did another sketch that was really fucking weird, and it was about... I think it was with Scarlett Johansson when she hosted. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, but... Uh, it was a sketch about them getting married, and then she lived with him in the office at SNL. <laughs> I don't. Do you remember that? Uh, and then not hitting me. And at some point, they had an argument and they got a divorce. It was such a weird fucking sketch, but it was it was really fucking funny. Yeah, but yeah, yeah he's a, got that awkward comedy that's amazing. Yeah, I like I like him and I like Beck Bennett. So uh I think those are the two guys that are really going to carry this uh well besides Kate McKinnon and I think yeah. you know actually they, you know fuck that I think this new cast is actually really good. Yeah. I just think they're not there yet. I like think I think I think, I think they're especially they strong. She's she's incredible. <laughs> uh, but like I'm just saying like uh from the dude's perspective I feel like you know they 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 have some they, they don't have that like star star yet like they yeah. have the the just under the cusp kind of guys like like beck and and like kyle and and stuff like that but i don't think they have like pete davidson is on his way to become yeah a... he just doesn't it's weird i thought pete davidson would get to that level quicker he just doesn't have the the character arsenal he's got the character arsenal for weekend update but yeah. he doesn't have the character arsenal yet for like the sketches yeah 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 i got you, know? you. Um, all right, so here's where I'm gonna go. I, I, you know, I'm so close to wanting to take, uh, Amy Poehler and just get the deal, duo, but here's what I'm gonna do. Um, this dude's character was so iconic 
that I don't want to lose this dude just in case Drew does want him. He was there a long time, 91 to 2000. People really only remember him for one sketch, um, a lot of people. But he had a lot of other stuff. He was great in a lot of other stuff. And I'm talking about Tim Meadows, the ladies' man. <laughs> Tim Meadows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Leon Phelps. Um, yeah, his character completely, for whatever reason, he, he like – he hadn't taken off until all of a sudden he hit on that character. But he's still got a lot of other funny stuff besides that. He yeah. he did an OJ thing. He did this, like, um, black man, like, getting upset when the NHL lockout happened. Like, what's a brother to do? <laughs> like, like, which was – it was so funny. Yeah. He did Ike Turner, um, like, on Weekend Update. He, he's just – he had so many hilarious things, but for whatever reason, it seems like he kind of didn't really take off and people like be all about Tim Meadows until the ladies, man, which that's another one of my favorite SNL movies. Yeah, no, yeah, it's just funny with Will Ferrell and that, the one dude and they're wrestling the whole time. Oh man. Yeah, <laughs> throwing Greco, the oil on him. Greco Roman wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah put it in the butt. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and like I remember, uh, there was some caller talking about having, uh, um, uh, it, like he got a caller that was talking about having a small penis or whatever, and he was like talking about being two to three inches, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't think you were gonna say anything under ten to eleven inches." <laughs> like, uh, I love so funny. I always love that line from the Ladies Man movie when. He's at the restaurant or whatever, and she, he's like, can I buy you a fish sandwich? And she goes, how about we just go back to your place and fuck or what, have sex? <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, so you saying you don't want the fish sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah, he had, uh, um, he had uh, one where a lady was on there, um, and he was talking about uh, – she was like, are we going to – He's like, what do you have planned for today? And she's like, uh, are we going to go to, or he's like, you want to go to, um, dinner and dessert or something like that? And, uh, she was like, sure. And he's like, by dinner, I mean sex. <laughs> <laughs> and by dessert, I mean more sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. His, his yeah. OJ sketches though. I remember oh my the God. One, it was like after he, he got acquitted or whatever, he was back on Monday night football and he's yeah. doing the like the line diagram and he's like, you know, and this, you know, this linebacker shoots up through here and this one shoots. And it, like he spelled it out. He spells out like, I did it. I did it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Oh, I forgot about that one. That was so hilarious. Yeah. Now, Tim Meadows is awesome too. Oh, oh man. Back to you, Drew. Back to me. Sweet. All right. Um, I can't believe I have nine guys. I have so many more people I want to pick. <laughs> um, well, I guess his record's about to be broken, so let me just get him off the board. Um, this is a guy that um, played a president, and he picked up, filled some, uh, filled some big shoes of Phil by playing Bill. And I'm taking Daryl Hammond. Yeah. Um, he's he's almost like a <clears throat> cast member himself. I know. <laughs> um, fucking his Sean Connery. Those, you know, like that Celebrity Jeopardy wouldn't have been anything. I mean, as good as Alex Trebek was, it was nothing without his counterpart, Sean Connery. Yeah. 
Um, probably, I don't know. Well, you know, is this, he's probably one of those top five, like, impressionist guys, I think. I think yeah, so. Yeah, he's, he's incredible. Jeez, yeah. Daryl Hammond seems, he seems like such a weird guy, too. Like, just looking into his eyes. <laughs> you just see, I don't know, there's something weird about him, but I like him. I like him a lot. Yeah. He, he's actually, I'm actually surprised he went this low now that I'm thinking about it. Just the impact he made on all the sketches that he was in was yeah, incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's just one of those low-key guys that just probably doesn't like really get thought of, you know. Yeah, especially. and there's two Sean Connery impressions that I love, and it's Daryl Hammond and James Bryington. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are we gonna get it? No. All this right. is your last. Bit. I am the last one. I already did it last <laughs> time. Still funny, goddamn it! Punch the keys. Hey, my favorite one you do is you're the man now, dog. <laughs> you're the man now, dog. Oh my god! <laughs> Makes my day every time I hear it. Last pick of the fucking draft. Um. <clears throat> all right. I'm going to go with probably one of the bigger stars of the late 80s, uh, especially with the uh, path- pathological liar. I'm going John Lovitz. Oh. John Lovitz. Yeah, that's the ticket. That's the ticket. <laughs> God, he was so huge back when he was on SNL. Yeah, John Lovitz was, I think that he started when Lauren came back. Yeah, he was, uh, I, think I got he, it here. I think he was like one of the bigger guys, uh, or one of the guys that Lauren actually wanted to, to keep him for yeah. carrying the show or whatever. 85 to 90. Yeah. So yeah, he was, he was, he was the guy that kind of like, the show was built around when he came back. Yeah, for people that don't know, we should explain that at one at some point, Lauren had differences with NBC and that he left the show. And yep. I forget the name of the guy that took over, but uh, that guy, that guy hired uh, you know people like Anthony Michael Hall and Robert Downey Jr. and Joan Cusack, Randy Quaid. You know, yeah, like people that are funny, but. They're not he nailed two. He nailed Murphy and and um, who's the other dude? Piscopo. His, yeah. 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 That's the only thing that kept the thing going, and then Lauren really brought it back up. Right. So that was like early '80s that Lauren left, and then, or maybe like late '70s. No, nah, it was. 80s. It was late '70s, and then Lauren came yeah. back, and I think '85. Okay. Yeah. They they basically I just watched they they basically thought like. Five years, we had a good run, like that original cast. So they were go- they were just gonna, like Lauren was just planning on stopping the show. Yeah, and then like uh, what's the guy, Tarkatov, Brandon Tarkatov, or whatever. Isn't it? It's like the NBC guy. Yeah, him and yeah. Dick Ebersol are like the two big NBC guys, and they <clears throat> they were both like, well, we kind of want to just keep it going. So they hired a new producer and everything like that in, and. Yeah, the first season was, was not great at all. And then they kind of started to get some footing. Like, you know, like I said, it was the first season they got rid of everyone after after the original class. 
And they, you know, all they kept was like Murphy and Piscopo. And then after that, yeah, they started getting the actual actors and comedic actors in there instead of like the actual funny sketch guys. Yeah. You know what's interesting? We, we talk about this quite a bit, but, um, like WWE has somebody in the wings from Vince McMahon with a Shane McMahon and a Triple H and, and Stephanie and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Who the hell is coming up when Lauren's done? Like who, who's, who's taking that thing over? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know when's Lauren going to be done. I, I don't know. I, he, he not looks, that I think he's done anytime soon, but it's like. Well, I mean, he looks incredible. I think maybe, maybe he's got some secret. He's going to live till he's like 400 and <laughs> just always. Which, which would be good. They're for, just for all of. Yeah. They're just going to put his skeleton at his desk and just have him keep running the show. Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> so a new person comes in. Hey, uh. We need you to audition for the skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) And then the skeleton turned me down, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, To my number 10, you know, I'm going to do it because she deserves, she deserved to go way earlier. um, And she hasn't. And this, for the first time ever, this takes my entire top 20 off of the board, and I'm taking Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. All right. See, I still I still think of her as, like, a UCB person because I fucking love that show when it came out. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, like, I'm still, like, to me, I just don't, when I think Amy Poehler, I still don't think SNL. And it could be because, like, I wasn't really watching a lot when she was really big. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, she, but I mean, her and Tina Fey again. Yeah. That weekend update, and then she was incredible in all of her different roles, like Bronx Beat, um, I think is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I think that's her in Sicily, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Bronx Beat, that was hilarious. She also um, had that sketch about the, the flight attendant. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, how did that go? Where they're like, uh <sighs> They were just like yeah. these snooty flight attendants, and I can't remember what their little catchphrase was. God, damn I know it. it wasn't bye bye. I was gonna say that's all. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Was it bye bye? No, that was like David Spade. No, 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 that no. was like early '90s. Um, yeah, it was bye bye, bye bye. Well, maybe she did it with David Spade. Maybe he hosted or something, and she did it with him. And that's what I'm thinking of. But I thought she had her own flight attendant. I think script. she did. I think you're right. Yeah, I don't know. And she was incredible when she uh, uh, hosted SNL. Um, oh yeah, Amy Poehler. Yeah, I mean, Amy Poehler. I don't know why I'm blanking on a whole bunch of her her different uh, sketches, but I will I, say this: for only being there four years, like you're you're a pretty heavy hitter if you have that much stuff in four years. Oh, well, I, I have 2001 to 2008. I thought I had four. Okay. Um. Maybe you're right. And no, you're right. It is one. Okay. Yeah, eight years. So never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Hillary. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like, again, I don't know why I'm blanking on some of these different ones. She did a ton of impressions, um, you know, but whatever. Her alone for Weekend Update deserves, you know, to be up there. 
I agree. I agree with that. All right, we're at my uh, final pick, huh? We are. So, this is going to kill me. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. All right. I don't know why I said all right, because I still don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Fuck, man. Yeah, I got ten other people that okay. deserve to be on the list. I do know what to do. Um, this guy... I mean, I can think of two sketches just right off the top of my head that are giant fucking sketches that oh, made fuck. me fucking die laughing, and that is... I think this is where I'm going. I had him marked as I, what I wanted to pick. Oh. Instead of John Lovitz, but go ahead. Mr. Peepers? Yeah. Chris Catan? Mango. Yeah. And then you got Mango, and then you got the Night of the Roxbury guys. Dude, that Mango sketch when they had um, they had the fucking country singer hosting. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Yeah. You remember yes. that? You remember that yeah. Mango sketch with him and Garth Brooks and how he was in love with him? <laughs> <laughs> My uh, favorite Mango one was that? with The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That shit's in the the Mr. No, the Peepers, Mr. Peepers with, the, with rock? the Rock. Yeah. Or Mr. Peepers yeah. with the Rock. Yeah. 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 Now that Garth Brooks episode was really damn funny. It was really funny. I love Garth yeah. Brooks, dude. It's always good when like the hosts are like willing to not give a fuck. Right. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Which that's a, that's a whole nother SNL one is uh, is hosts. Um, there's so many good SNL. You know, mocks we can do. Cast member, characters, hosts. We're definitely doing the digital shorts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, you're right. Garth was incredible. And I, uh, I think that Night of the Roxbury is probably my second favorite SNL movie. I fucking love the Night yeah. of the Roxbury movie. Emilio! <laughs> See, I mean, there's yeah. always a quote. Uh, yeah, I fucking love it. The so. outside inside club. <laughs> Oh, dude, it's, Uh, I love that idea. Um, yeah, I, I went to some place in Fort Lauderdale. It was called America's backyard. They had a little bit of that feel to it. Yeah. And I loved that place because you walked inside, but like it was open air. So it was almost like outside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't like a two story thing or anything. It was just, there was no top on the, like it was. Yeah. So the inside outside club something I've always loved the idea of. Yeah. But Catan is so freaking God, he's 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 one of the dudes that I've I saw a lot of hate for Catan on some of these lists and I was like, Are you kidding? I know, how he can made you hate so him? many of these damn sketches? He was fucking amazing. And yeah. um now that they're all off the board, like I can bring it up. I wanted to do it before, but I just wanted to save them. But the uh, Christmas time sketch with Fallon, Horatio Sands, Chris Kattan. Yes. And Tracy oh, Morgan. it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Tracy Morgan yeah. is in it, too. Yeah. Tracy yeah. Morgan is just dancing. Yeah. Yeah. So Kattan is, like, moving his head sideways. <laughs> Fallon's in the back, like, trying not to laugh while he's playing the keyboard. <laughs> and Horatio's singing. Oh. I think we've uh, done a really good job of creating our teams. I do too. Like yeah. these teams are like. All right, just, now we got to go to names and they're monsters. 
Yeah. Now we got to go to and featuring. Yeah, featuring. Featuring. Instead of honorable mentions. Yeah. That's yeah, our main. Like that's it. your main cast. Now who's your features? Oh God, these are. I shouldn't allow these people to go down as features. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's honorably mention or feature. Uh, first off, I'm going to feature Bill Murray. Yeah. Why? Nice. Dude, I'm so mad that I'm third. Like, I was happy in the picks, but now I'm so mad because all my featured players are just going to be wiped out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bill Murray, he's amazing. He was, he's amazing beyond it. He's the like yeah. godfather of comedy now. Yeah. And yeah. I just, the only reason I didn't pick him is because I wanted, I mean, if you pick Bill Murray, it's like a no brainer. You know what I mean? But I wanted to give, yeah, I wanted to give these other people a chance. Yeah. You know, Bill, yeah, Mur- I, Bill I, Murray is like I, the king of all these people. Yeah. I think and here's he's, the thing. Like me and Drew kind of talked about it briefly. Like, there's guys that are um, guys and girls that are in this draft that people had rated as like top ten all time, yeah. and Bill Murray was in a lot of those like top five. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you putting him in the top five because of his career afterwards? Like as much as I love Bill Murray and as incredible as some of the stuff I saw on SNL was, um, we're talking 1977 to 1980, so. Not a huge run, and things don't pop out to me, but he was obviously, when I watch him in any of that old stuff, he was good in it, really yeah. good. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I agree. He's not going to be over Chris Farley in my mind, and he was in almost every single thing I looked up. Yeah, the one I hit, the one I printed out, he was number one. <laughs> but, yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think that's more of a, you know – that's looking at his career. Yeah, that's afterwards. a career. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is no disrespect. This I, is quite possibly the greatest honorable mention pick of all time. But I do have to say, yeah. there, he has some like you know the thing I said with Gilda, um, uh, the was it Todd and Lisa, like him as yeah. the nerd, super funny. Um, the there's one sketch if you just like look up like Bill Murray apologizes, and he t- it's like. After it's like either like through his first season or I don't know what it is, but he's like, he basically comes out and says like, oh, I just want to apologize for everybody um, for not being funny. I'm going to do my best. Uh, please, uh, please let the writers know that I'm, uh, I really, really want to be funny, even though I'm not. <laughs> like, <that's so> <laughs> he's, he's, he's awesome. He's, and he's that same thing. Just an incredibly likable dude that you can't hate. Yep. And if you do hate him, again, you're a bad person. I don't really want to deal with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, don't talk to me if you hate Bill Murray. Which brings me to my next featured act, and I'm going to go ahead and feature Jim Brewer. Nice. Because Jim Brewer, I mean, everyone loves a goat boy. You yeah. Know, everyone does. There's no – and it, it, Jim Brewer was really like the – he was like the – MTV, you know, feature act. Yeah. He was like the guy that, that you could put on and he can relate to the younger audience while still having the older older guys relate to, you know, the older crowd. And his fucking Joe Pesci. His Joe Pesci was so good. Oh. God damn Joe it. Pesci show was so funny. <laughs> I heard things. <laughs> Jim Brewer, he's fucking awesome. And... 
for my number three, I'll go with a current. You know what? For my number three feature act, I'm going to go with 80 Bryant. Ah, I like I, that. I fucking love 80 Bryant. I think she's so fucking funny. And I think she's going to have a real strong, you know, next season. Now yeah, that, she's fantastic. Yeah. So. Um, let's see. And for my features. Um, and at number one. Oh, my feature class is going to be, um, again, this is like your Bill Murray, uh, Chris Rock. Oh, yeah. That is yeah, a big so one. Yeah, so he had a couple fantastic uh, sketches. He didn't get as much as he probably should have. And he admits, for whatever reason, the SNL and him thing didn't probably take off the way it should have. Um, you know, just kind of based on whatever. That was just That's just what happened. Um, but he still had some incredible sketches. He had one where he did this hip hop thing with Chris Farley. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> it was so incredible. So yeah. yeah, Chris, Chris Rock is, uh, he was really good whenever he was on. I just don't think he was able to do everything that he wanted to on the show for whatever reason. Right. Yeah. That's another one that like Bill Murray, um, <clears throat> Really high on a lot of lists. Uh, yeah. The one I have here, he was 18. <laughs> and out of all, everybody, my God, he wasn't that good on SNL. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had great sketches. It's just. Yeah. Wasn't that good because he wasn't as good as his name is. Yeah. Um, that's just the way it was. The next dude I'm going to take, in my opinion, arguably had a better SNL career than, than Chris Rock, but he's. I think he's he's got the potential to be a big star. Um, he had a stand-up special that was hilarious. He's one of the greatest impressionists that we've had on the show, too. Um, and I'm talking about Jay Farrow. Jay Farrow. Yeah, he's he was one of the better impressions to ever come on on this show. He's got a, I mean, he's Jay, got a stand-up Jay, special? Will Smith. What's that? He's got a stand-up special out right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something about... Um, not not being him or something. Was it on Netflix or Comedy Central or? Uh, I'm trying. I think I saw it on one of the premium channels. Oh, okay. But uh, it was it, it was really really good. It H was, to the um, Bizzo. What's that? H to the Bizzo. H to the Izzo. Yeah. Gosh, what what was it? But he was just basically talking about like. Can I be me? That's what it was called. Oh, okay. Because he does so many impressions. Right, yeah. Can he be him? Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately for him, I think he got put into this. Sometimes this can happen to you if you're an impressionist. So if you can be an impressionist and still get over the top of this and be able to do other things, you're even more impressive. Um, but, like, he was so good as an impressionist that that's all anybody ever wanted from him. And, you know... Unfortunately, for me, too, like, when I saw him, I'd be like, oh, this is going to be good. And I would put in my head that he was doing impressions. And I hate that I did that. Yeah. But, like, it was just this natural thing of, like, he did Will Smith, Barack, Stephen A. Smith, um, you know, Jay-Z, like, uh, Lil Wayne, Drake. Like, he did everybody so incredible. 
Who is who is Stephen A. Smith? Is that like Will uh, Will Smith's brother or cousin? (laughs) No, no, no. He's this uh, ESPN uh, sportscaster guy. Um, It'd be funny if he just did a character called "It's Just Will Smith's Cousin." Right, (laughs) Stephen A. A. Smith. (laughs) Man, he did this hip hop convention thing on the Weekend Update. This is one of the funniest things that I've ever seen, and it was literally him just talking about all these rappers that got together. For a convention, yeah, it was yeah. Jay Z, it was DMX, um, and it, it was, it I've was seen one that. of the funniest things I ever saw. Yeah. So yeah, Jay Farrow. Um, and then um, coming in at number three, I'll take this guy. To all these three are kind of well, no, two of the three are kind of similar. Um, the first SNL superstar. This is a guy that was high on a lot of lists. I just don't remember a lot of them. I wasn't alive at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, he was only there for a few seasons and I'm talking about Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Yeah. One season he was there. I yeah. have 75 to 77. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. I'll oh, see on the, on the documentary. They said he was only there one season. Oh, I say 75 to 76, two seasons. Okay. Well, see, that's what, yeah, I, they had it or yeah, whatever. Doesn't so he's matter. constantly being talked about as kind of the first like superstar yeah. that they had. It's just he wasn't on there very long, you know. So right, dude, that sketch with Richard Pryor is one of the funniest sketches of all yeah. time. There's no way they that would ever be allowed on TV today, but it was fucking hilarious. Where he's going, I, I, if you don't know it, it's. He's a he's interviewing like he's like HR or something for Richard Pryor for a job, and he's like, well, tell me, you know, what do you, <clears throat> let's do a little word association, you know, and he's just going through words, and then he like gets to like, he, he says something, I think he says tar baby first, and he was like, he's like what? <laughs> he's like tar baby. He's like honky or something <laughs> like that, and then like he says something else, and then he's like honky honky and then he's like he says the n-word and he's like dead honky (laughs) Uh, yeah i guess him and uh bill murray uh didn't see eye to eye um well yeah Debbie didn't last very long apparently he was pretty hard to work with back then like i said he was kind of their first superstar of saturday night live well they they didn't overlap well i i I was reading some stuff where they were talking about uh, Chevy and him like got into it. Well, they kind of overlapped because from what I have, it goes to 77 and Bill Murray started in 77. Yeah. They, he was brought in to replace Chevy Chase. Yeah. Because, uh, che- maybe this know, was like Chevy in blew up. Yeah. Maybe he was like prior to the season starting, they were trying to work yeah. together or something and Chevy was gone. I don't know, but yeah. Well, Chevy, yeah. Chevy has a history of being hard to work with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is really, really shitty that that's his, cause he's just so fucking good. It's shitty that that's the thing that, that you know about him, that he's a fucking dickhead away which, from the camera. It, it doesn't make any sense cause he seems so likable on I camera. I know, I know. It's um, almost like his character is a good person. <laughs> But his yeah. real person is a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but he yeah. he was uh, also incredible as a. Yeah, he he couldn't have been the worst person ever because otherwise, why would you ask him to come back and host as many times as he has? Yeah, I mean he had because he's hosted a lot. 
there are there are people who he gets along with and people who he doesn't, you know. Yeah. So as long as he's good with Lauren, I guess. Yeah. Oh fuck, guys! All right, Drew. Well, as long as you decimated my list, um, I guess I'll go current, and we've talked about her quite a bit, and uh, Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Um. Just glad she made the list. Yeah, constantly crushing it. Um. What I'm surprised. I mean, David Spade. Yes. Oh yeah, David he, Spade. He's, That's a... he's got a lot of classic characters like the uh, you know the uptight whatever, and then uh, Dick Dick Clark's receptionist. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. What do I know you from? <laughs> and then like the one where Phil Hartman comes on is Jesus. Yeah, yeah. He's like, and you are. <laughs> um, and then, God. <sighs> you guys put me in a bad spot. Bad spot. I'm going to go. I'm going to say Al Franken. Okay. Um, known more for his writing, but he has one of the most iconic characters of all time. In Stuart Smalley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean. Stuart Smalley, the one that looks in the mirror and like. Yeah, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. Doggone it. People like me. The sketch with him and Jordan was so funny. (laughs) But. And it shows here that, uh, according to my cast list, that his, his expanse of the show was 77 to 80. And then he came back 85 to 86, and then he came back again 87 to 95. Yeah. So overall, 12 years. And now he's a fucking senator. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I, um, yeah, he was just on Marin, and his interview was very good. Like, I didn't realize, like, he's, like, Harvard graduate and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, and I don't really know, but they talk, you know, they talk about it, like, I guess everyone knows is like, him and Davis, like Davis and Frank or Franken and Davis or whatever, is like a huge comedy writing team and mostly known for SNL, of course. But, yeah, oh, he was okay. one of the original guys to be on there. Oh, sweet. Dude, 30 of my top 40 were taken. <laughs> that's, that's, pre- that's pretty insane. Yeah. The, the, the people that didn't get taken that I had on my top 40, Cicely Strong, Maya Rudolph, Keenan, Chris Parnell, um, Rachel Dratch. So that, those are kind of the, the ones that got left off. Oh, you know what? I don't know if this counts or not, but we should give a special shout out to Robert Smeagle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know that he would be considered a cast member. <laughs> he was a cast um, member for two years. Yeah. So, okay. Well, yeah. He should have gotten mentioned then, but he's obviously more known yeah. for. Uh, his writing with ambiguously gay duo and stuff like that. But. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we did it. We we came here and we did it. We conquered we this. Built our fucking teams of just powerhouse players. Do we want to do any um, trades? Um, I certainly don't. I don't know. I kind of want Bill Hader. Oh, man. Um, you would have to be either willing to give up Murphy or Will Ferrell. <laughs> 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 
Bill Hader is his number two pick. And Will oh, Ferrell, it was? Will Ferrell's your number two. Yeah. yeah, I just don't know if I can do that. Yeah. it's I know, it's tough. Two for a two. I'll be all right. All I right. Would, I would have liked to have that Phil Hartman or Mike Myers, but I'm sure you yeah. can trade Phil Hartman. Well, what 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 are you willing? Um, make it spicy. That was my Bill Hader as Stefan. <laughs> spicy, spicy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who I would trade you. I'll read you off your list. Well, I, I doesn't matter if I read it. <laughs> it's gonna. I don't know if I want to part with anybody. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, we uh, yeah, we're doing I think, any? I think I'm gonna lock in. I'm locked in. Okay. Okay. Are we doing any ad drops? I'm not. No. No. Um. I mean, Bill, I Bill Murray's good. down there. God. <laughs> yeah. You. You know what I'm gonna do? Um. Just to spice up this list. You know, no, I'm not. I can't. I'm sorry, Bill Murray. I can't put you in over Amy Poehler. I can't. <laughs> so. Um, I'm sticking with my 10. All right. Well, I guess we're all locked in. And, uh, here are our teams for SNL cast members. For James, number one, Chris Farley. Number two, John Belushi. Number three, Tracy Morgan. Number four, Sherry O'Terry. The fucking rhyming name. God, I love it. Number five, Norm MacDonald. Number six, Bobby Moynihan. Number seven, Fred Armisen. I should have done it in the voice. And number eight, Horatio Sands. <laughs> number nine, Kyle Mooney. And number ten, Chris Catan. And for Andy, his team of SNL cast members. Here we go. Number one, Andy Samberg. <laughs> Number two, Bill Hader. Number three, Dana Carvey. Number four, Kristen Wiig. Number five, Jimmy Fallon. Number six, Jason Sudeikis. Number seven, Adam Sandler. Number eight, Tina Fey. Number nine, Tim Meadows. And number ten, Amy Poehler. I feel like I feel like Andy's list. They basically all work together on SNL. I know they really did. <laughs> <laughs> and Drew's SNL cast member team, his squad. Number one, Edward Murphy. He used to go by Edward back then. <laughs> number two, Will Ferrell. Number three, Mike Myers. Number four. Dan Aykroyd, number five, Phil Hartman, R.I.P. Rip, homie. Number six, Will Forte. Number seven, Gilda Radner. Number eight, Kevin Nealon. Number nine, Daryl Hammond. And number ten, John Lovitz. Man. I love it's what we did, man. I love it's what we did. Oh, my God. Show, 30 man. of my top 40. That's never been done. And like you said, probably the most fun 
research to do. I mean, mad, yeah. res- mad respect to your teams, but I win. So thanks. For, I mean, thanks for playing and even trying. No. So, you know, good try, guys. Nah. You guys gave me your all. All right. I gave him my all and conquered. (laughs) (laughs) I just look forward to that, uh, the draft pod drinking game. The draft pod drinking game. And, uh, so yeah, we'll, um, we are going to do, like I mentioned, it's not going to come yet, but we are at some point going to do a digital, uh, short mock draft. Um, that, that will have come from this podcast. Um, as far as what's coming up, um, SNL ones though, we're also gonna do host. Yep. And character. Yep. So yeah. And then we're gonna get funky and do one where, um, hosts that we want to host that have never hosted before. Yeah. People we'd like to see host. Yeah. Yes. So that one is gonna be, that one's gonna be a ton of fun. Um, we may even give them a character that they do or play with. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I know we have an American one coming up soon for, uh, July 4th. I don't know if that's, uh, I believe that's next. That's next. Yeah. So yeah. So look out for that. Um, where we get super American on your ass. Yeah. And SNL, super American. It is super. Well, actually kind of Canadian. (laughs) Cause SCTV started it all and then. Plus Lauren Michaels is Canada. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of Canadian. It's American. I'd like to contest that. <laughs> <laughs> it's an American tradition oh, to stay yeah. up to have a Saturday game. night, eleven twenty nine. Yeah, it, you, know. you know this is the show that like really like it was the like generation thing of like I remember my like parents like there was like the one thing you were allowed to stay up for was Saturday Night Live because it was yeah. so like like they wanted you to laugh they wanted you yeah. to be in on like it yeah. was. It was a weekend, and a lot of times they would try to get me to go to bed before, like, you know, like, it'd be the first musical break. Yeah. Kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it was like, you can stay up till, like, midnight, you know? Right, yeah. But, yeah. Fucking A. You know, guys? I did it. We did it. Good job, guys. It's been a great show. I want to thank Andy Leiter, James Bryanson. <laughs> I'm Drew Kissler. Thank you. Good night.